The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive LLC. Hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend and the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. A lot of people are asking me about your thing. Hit record, bro. Yeah, There's no intro needed on this, bro. CLB right there, bro. This from the jump. By the way, I heard the track. Um, what was it? What's it called? Um, it was the political track you made. Oh, somewhere I read. Yeah, bro. I was telling my brother how I love how you incorporated the speech where he's saying that. I think Michael Max says it too, or something like that, or somebody else. Martin Luther. Martin Luther, right? But it was just so like impactful. I was like, bro, that's. Dope. And I then appreciate you had the that. other the song I heard before that, which I don't remember the name off the top, but it had me fucking. I was rolling up a blunt, bro. Like, oh shit. Hey. <laughs> oh damn, this is what we got on the podcast, bro. Hey. Like, bro, that shit really was slapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny, bro. Because, okay, so let's look at you said that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first sent him the thing, we he saw a name Lil G. And he, he didn't know how to feel. Yeah, of course. You know, because <laughs> look, I'm gonna be honest no, with no, you. No, no, yeah, real shit. I know, you know who I thought it was? I thought my dad, my brother did a typo. I thought it was King Lil G. And I was right, like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. And then so I went on your thing and like the thing he shared. So then like it just, it stayed on my iTunes, right? Mm-hmm. And then later down the, the day, like, bro, I, I like turned on, I didn't even have no music playing the whole day, but I don't know. After I left the weed shop, my music started playing. Uh huh. But it was like you were your on recent. that. Yeah, 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 your recent. yeah, yeah, so yeah my top, like, yeah. Bro, the first I'm rolling up. I'm like the first two songs. I was like, "Oh shit, this is the gas. This is Lil G. Oh, dope!" And then that's when I was like, "Oh shit!" I hit him up like, "Yo, this guy's got actually some dope music." Thank like, you, you man. Know I'm not to say that every. I mean, I think everybody we've had pretty much. I cannot say like my brother. You got a good taste in music, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't listen to and, you. And you know oh, yeah, what? You know what? I had to take a little a bit of a. Uh, Fault in that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that you have that. Right. You the have the that, name threw you off. No, that he has the ear for music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like my brother's not gonna be like that's like I know what you know what I'm saying. So it's like right, right. the fact that you're here, bro. It's an honor, bro. But so now, now we gotta that. we gotta find out now though. Yes, where, where did that come from? Right. from? <laughs> that, you know wow. So first and foremost, um, I just want to say I'm really honored to be here. This is my first ever podcast appearance. I appreciate y'all for having me. Pop for the such cherry, a for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yes. Um, and to many more. Yeah. <laughs> the start of many. Right. So, um, fun fact about me: my father is actually Master G of the Sugar Hill Gang. So, if you guys know Apache, jump on it, jump on it. Said so the hip hop, the hippie, the hippie to the hip hip hop. You don't stop the That's rock. Your dad? That's my father. Yes. Oh. So. Wow. And yeah, he was. We that's was fucking. Well, I was just telling you about yeah. hip hop, bro. Yeah. He's that, that, yeah. that. He's rooted in the real hip hop. Yeah. For real, like, bro, like yeah. when a lot of people say hip hop is in their blood, like I'm a living, breathing representation of that. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Not even on no cocky stuff or like mm. not even trying to flex my ego. Like it's in me, bro. Like sure. that's that's it's the embedded. Birth, right. It's the I mean, birth I can of the culture. Feel it the moment we walked in and we were just mm. talking about hip hop, and then you I was can like, feel it in his vibe. That's he, what I'm saying. I mean, he changed the whole room as soon as he came <laughs> bro, in. I was like, oh, okay, the, cool. The, the swag, yeah. Alone, the jacket in the back of his jacket. Yeah, Mac you, Miller, bro. bro. Rest in peace yeah. to the You know what I'm saying? Man. So it's like shout out Mac. And that's a musically talented dude, mm-hmm. Mac Miller, Forever, rest in yeah. peace. So it's mm-hmm. like somebody that really peeps him. I remember listening to Mac Miller like when I was in high school, bro, mm-hmm. when um, Nike's on my feet, make yeah. a cipher, you know what I'm saying? That the when whole you remixed, case mixtape, yeah, All man. that shit, bro. And it was like Kool-Aid and, and Pizza. Kool-Aid and Frozen yeah, Pizza, yes, go, sir. That. And I was like, damn, this dude, like he, he just evolved into what he, his last album, you know what I mean? Swimming, Which was, yeah. It was yeah. a beautiful, dark, like, theme that he had and yeah. it just you know it took him you know he, he left us after that but bro yeah i can i can feel the vibe the the, the aura that you came in with and then the jacket i was like damn and then now <laughs> you're just confirming it more by, <laughs> with who my father is you know yeah. what i'm saying like come i on. got a i got a crazy story about mac too um that i'll get to but um the way i got my name um so my again my dad is master g and mm. for the longest time before i really really like tapped into making music um i would just listen to just everything r&b is my favorite genre of music but again i've always been around hip-hop and for the longest time i want to say do you like to sing do you like to sing absolutely and uh, you'll get that on the album that's coming out on friday Mm. album on friday detour Detour, dt you already know detour detour um so for the longest time i want to say like up until maybe 2013 uh my favorite artist was lil wayne and the carter three is the album that got me to rap. write raps exactly exactly i heard a million and i was like whoa i mean that track what about, alone what about yeah. six foot seven now see six foot seven foot is my favorite wayne record like yeah. that's my favorite wayne record Millie was like his all right bro right. if you got introduced right. to lil wayne like some of us got introduced mm. to lil wayne with bling right absolutely mm-hmm. bling, we bling. Were kids mm-hmm. like when not me and Byron. i remember listening to that that song the on hot boys yeah the hot boys <laughs> with your boys, brother bro was he part of juvenile or my tripping no juvenile is a rapper hot boys was the group okay okay and he was juvenile was part of hot boys okay okay bg yeah all them you know so it's like Six foot, I mean, Amelie was like, bro, like, I was like in seventh, eighth grade, maybe when that yeah, song dropped, yeah. bro. And it was like, everybody was the playing. The video, this song, though, was and, shit. And it's video like, was cold as hell. Epic, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever His did something. The other one, like Lollipop, that. too. Yeah, Lollipop. Lollipop. Yeah. That was the same album, right? I think, yeah. I think, um, Lollipop was Lollipop. the lead single, I believe. And then it was Amelie. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Because I remember money. Lollipop was everybody, yep. bro. And that was like, Static Major died, you know what I'm saying? Listen, Lollipop was so big. People had it on their PSPs, bro. Yeah, bro. People were playing the song off their PSPs. Mm-hmm. I don't know no other record today that you would bump on a different device bro, than I your phone. My, my, my it's, PSP it's crazy. had that. Like, you know how you had a, a little drive? A SD, little, yeah, mini yeah, SD card. card. You yeah. had music in there? Bro, I had mad shit in there, bro. You had to. Fuck. Listen, the PSP was ahead of the, uh, of the, of the curve. We got the Nintendo Switch now, but... They should bring that back. That's what I'm saying. If you remastered a PSP, Sony... Got some money on and then the now way. it's everything's like <laughs> everything's on that like digital shit, so you don't even need to sell games. Absolutely, yeah, you don't need to they sell a ki- little disc yeah, anymore. They kill it. I bro. would say though, just caution with buying digital. If they lose the license for the game, you can't buy it anymore. Mm-hmm. So like they they they'd have to take it off the store if they lose the license to the game. 
Yeah. Then so, you don't have access damn, to it. Damn. So exactly. you see, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, that I got a, a digital PS5 and a, yeah. and a fucking Rudder PS5. I don't even trying to like. Yeah, it's not no, my fault no that flex. you guys can't get it. You know, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm over here with the OLED, the five, and the Inner Series X. So you know, you know, but it'd be like that. Back to the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we got, we got a little tangent on the side. But sorry, sorry. Your name, bro. Yes. So. Again, six for seven foot next to the Wasted Freestyle are my favorite Wayne records. But uh, Amelia was the record that inspired me to write raps. And so I didn't want to steal my dad's name with the two E's because he's the M-A-S, the T-E-R, the G with the double E. And so I was like, all right, I'm pretty short when it comes to like me and my friend groups. I'm not the tallest guy. I'm not the biggest guy. I'm pretty little. My name is Jared, but I spell it with a G instead of a J. And I don't want to steal my dad's name by doing Lil G with two E's. So I said, let me just cut it and let me just stay with Lil G. I'm going to keep the apostrophe, though, because I like the way the apostrophe looks. It's a little bit more formal without it. Right. But I don't want to just be, but you know, same, grouped in. But at the same time, I feel like it's like, you know, you're doing attributions. You right, know? right, exactly. Where it's like that little, you get it from Wayne. And right. that G, you get it from your pops. Absolutely. Like your, your you know, like, inspiration. Yeah, yeah, like two big Good influences. Good observation. Like absolutely. going to the name. Absolutely. I love an observation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so just from there, like like you mentioned King Lil G, like shout out to him. Like I, I get grouped in a lot with him because that's his name. And he's like the main Lil G. Right. And, you know, I'm never trying to come up on anybody else's, you know, image, what they got going, their whole platform. You know, I'm never about, you know, oh, let me... Be bigger than them, or let nah, me steal what they like, got like, going real on. Real talk, um, King Lil G is a is a hip hop um historian. I mean, right, just from right. what, like me watching his interviews and me watching him like his freestyles, absolutely. To where if he knew your background, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't even have to say nothing. And bro. that, hey man, it's like, it's all love because I'm saying like it, it would be all love. That's what, I, yeah, no, from, from what I think of what I don't even know to do personally. Just I seen him like I said interviews. Right, right, I think right. He'd be like, bro. I mean, yeah, Lil G, you ain't King Lil G, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, cause you're not that, stealing his name. Right, right. Yeah. that's already established. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sure. King Lil G, I'm just Jared O'Brien, right. a.k.a. Lil G. But I did, you know, the whole little L-I-L apostrophe G just for my intro. And I kind of I kind of want to shout out Saves the Gemini for that because I kind of really loved how he would mm-hmm. introduce his name. And I was like, I need something like that. The way that dope, bro. You give everybody their flowers. That's bro. what I'm saying. And that's, that's, that's what I'm all love, about. Bro. My whole thing is... I want to make sure everybody knows the respect that I come with. Mm-hmm. And that's with, you know, collaborators, anybody that helps me with my art and my music, I'm giving out credits tenfold. Spotify is not going to show you who engineered my album, but I'm going to shout that out. Shout out Ash Matthews. Shout out Jay Savage. Shout out all of the people that are helping me out with everything. You feel me? Right. So that's what I'm all about. It's always going to be put the forefront of everybody that is helping me get to where I need to be because I can't do this alone. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I can write all of my stuff. I can ghostwrite for people, which I do. I can put the album together, but getting it to sound the way I want it to sound... You need a crew. That's what I need a crew for. Mm-hmm. That's what I need help with. To get the desired sound, I can't do that by myself. Yeah. So anybody that Even helps Even for me. your album, like your artwork for your right. album, your shout marketing out, to... Yeah. Shout out Brian Rothman, man. Shout out Brian Rothman for the cover art for Detour, man. It sounds to me like you got your Grammy speech right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. right. He's Fox already ready. Listen, <laughs> on the current podcast, that's what's up. <laughs> Listen, man. Yeah, shout out current podcast for real, it's for real. That's good. Man, if it gets to, if and when it gets to that point where I'm at the award show accepting everything, I'm gonna have the speech ready. I'm gonna try to make sure I don't get hit by the wrap up music because it's just too much gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and dope, you're you're never gonna catch me on a cocky tip to where I'm like, you know, yeah, 
I'm out here, you know. Oh yeah, I'm self-made. Yeah, yeah. I remember, did it on my own. I yeah. remember saying this. Pulled up myself. I remember saying, <laughs> "I'm self-made. I'm self-made a lot." When uh, mm-hmm. Meek Mill came out with that song, "Self-Made." True, true. You know when um, MMG was on their shit, Man. but I started realizing that it's like even he's not crew. self-made. Yeah, no, nah, you got a whole crew behind. Rick him. Ross put him on, and then mm-hmm. before that, he was with Ti and shit. Yeah. Like you know, he he was a lot of groups that like. They gave you chance and opportunities. So Absolutely. if you're not self-made, nobody just, yeah. you know, put the spotlight on themselves and, and shit. And people act like it's not cool to, to give props, props to people. Oh, bro. And it's like, why wouldn't you give props? Why wouldn't you want to show the world the people that helped you out? Right. There's nothing wrong with accepting help. You know why I feel you like know? some people don't do that sometimes? is because... If you give somebody else props, what are they going to do and take it? Like, like somebody else could come and sweep them and then do something with them, and then mm-hmm. they're not in your circle no more. Yeah, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like certain people won't give them their flowers because it's like, I need you for my my world. Mm-hmm. You can't enter yeah. nobody else's atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. like, that's what sucks about sometimes in the hip-hop no, um, but it's world. also it's also it's a, the pride, yeah, like the pride sure. of uh, like the idea of like you're my friend they, or you're my, my homie. No, but the hero, you know, the hero mm-hmm. complex. Like yeah. as oh, human yeah. beings, For we sure. like heroes, and we like the idea of being invincible. For sure. So the fact yeah. that you can say I did it on my own plays to that role of like. I'm a hero. Right. I made it. I so got that's here. why you're not gonna give a props you know? to the person that like right. engineered you. But exactly. it's like without you can't be the hero without the cape and yeah. the engineer. But then the... it's like just think about a few years ago, there weren't those type of credits. That's true. You wouldn't give credits to the producer. You wouldn't give credits to, to the engineer. Like you wouldn't have that. It was just oh the artist. But I think mm-hmm. we also that's have to, more of a recent. Thing. We also have to give that credit to social media too because Absolutely. all these engineers, producers now have a voice for themselves. They mm-hmm. also have a face to it that you, know, you and can, they have you their can, own IGs. I'm they, sure they, they got saying, that but blue they, check they, mark. I'm sure, now I'm they sure have that face know. that 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 uh, us are people who are producers too or just fans I'm, are I'm able sure, to connect that too now. I'm Facts. sure you know who um Benny Blanco. Is. Absolutely, and that's somebody that bro. If you go to his TikTok. He literally he's, wrote every song. He's a song. ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. He's done like mad smash it, smash hits, smash bro. Yeah. bro. Like mm-hmm. pop, rap, everything, he's bro. Great. And no, then he's uh, great. And, and like now it's like ghost ghostwriter. That was the name, a ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Nobody knew you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I'm that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. Now everybody wants like, credit. Everybody, yeah. and it's like it's it's not about everybody wants credit. I think it's more of a transparency thing. Yeah, because a lot like we were saying, it's more like, like recognition. You have to get recognition where it's because due, bro. even if you're a ghostwriter, just having that recognition so that you can ghostwrite for someone else. All right, can we is go? That greatest. Can thing. we go but, full circle on this with, real quick? Sure, sure. What's up? Because. CLB, right? Drake yeah, we gotta known, go back to the beginning. Oh, yeah. Drake is known to be to like a yeah. big, like he, he was, has ghostwriter. He, he was a no, well, he was a ghostwriter for Dr. Dre at one point. He was, and then he went to like to the extent to like, oh shit, now he has to have his own camp to right. get ghostwriters to, right. you know, and got called out for it. Mm-hmm. So, how did you feel? We we didn't we didn't get your input on a CLB. Right, show. right, yeah. Honestly, because it, it was interesting. My my favorite artists like right now are uh, Drake and uh, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is like fuck with Childish. Uh, that's like Childish Gambino is a whole different level. You like I'm less? Saying. Say again. Less Les. Oh yeah, absolutely. Bro, Off a camp. That was, Come on, bro. That was one of my first Childish Gambino. Bro, that song right Come there on, bro. gave me chills. You just singing right there, bro. You got. You, you yeah, got but he's nice on voice. another level, yeah, bro. His bro. show Atlanta, bro. Atlanta See, like, premiering in like three days, I believe. Yeah, season his three. final season. But he's mm-hmm. one of the like. He can, uh, he's, he's done he's, acting. Now he's producing his own show. He's done see, musician. Did like see, did you he see can just ask him about which one he prefers out of all of them. No, I haven't seen that. So they asked him that question, right? Mm-hmm. 
and he's like music by far because um the you can be in a in a show and it's like they play it back, they run it over. Mm-hmm. But music, bro, mm. they always gonna watch you, bro. Like exactly. the roar is like even in a concert, it's like a whole different. And I was just like, damn, that's crazy. And then that. he also came out with that controversial in 2017. Oh, this, this is, is America. America. Yeah, yeah, that was me- that yeah. was a message. Now look, that was when- political. Me- that's like what you on the grounds of somewhere I read yeah. civil unrest. I'll definitely get into that in just a second. Um, this is America for me because again, Childish is Childish was the one artist that I really felt like I related to more than anybody else. Drake inspires me to go for more. Music wise, but I feel like Childish Gambino. I could see the resemblance. You, in, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You guys being like, yeah, you can see yourself in him. Yeah, he embodies everything that I am aspiring to be, and Be- that's like just a creative. Like you can't box yeah, and Gambino and yourself, right? When you're not gonna be like, he's insane. himself to the because, T. Because exactly. it's almost like Childish Gambino gives me that vibe of like he doesn't like. I don't mean to offend nobody, but like I'm gonna be just raw right here. Yeah, mm. he doesn't care. He, he doesn't, doesn't care he doesn't, if you love it or hate he it. He doesn't want to. He just puts absolutely. what he loves out there. But check this out. Absolutely. No, it's almost like he doesn't. He's unapologetically doesn't want to feel this thing of oh, I'm, uh, what a black man's supposed to be. Right. Mm. He's like, nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Just be do me. me. Yeah, do I'm, me. And but that's what I'm saying. He doesn't care about like being like the what, toughest. Yeah, like, being like yeah. he doesn't care about the ratings or what people think. It's just like this is my product. Here it is. Exactly. And you know what's yeah. crazy is like that in that same thing when they asked them about the whole um movies and like the right, shows right. and all that, right? They're like, what gets you what which is the one that gets you? He's like, bro, writing a writing a smash hit because they always said I couldn't write one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when he wrote it and it was on the radio over when and he over, Redbone, bro. When he Red made Redbone. He, he was oh, like, yeah. he was like, bro, now what are they gonna say? Yeah. That was a good one. Exactly. Now what are they gonna say? And I like- then <clears throat> All right, let me disappear for a little bit. Go do exactly. Atlanta. There's a song He'll that I like back. by him called Summertime Magic. Oof. Oh, that song is hard. Ooh, man. Do let me do, let me do. Yeah. yeah. To, me, to me, he's like... Uh, um, he's an anomaly, man. Yeah, bro. What is yeah. that one? The, the, the blue cover. That, oh, Awaken yeah. Awake My Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. that whole album, bro. Every that's song. Red Bones, yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. album, Red though, bro. Me and that Your Mama, Riot. Gives me that old school flavor of like... um. Isley What's, Brothers, uh, Stylistics, Temptations. That whole era right there. Yeah. It gives me that. And that's... Who can do that now? That's like Tory Lanez with that album that he yeah, just Yeah, Alone at Prom. Mm-hmm. Alone at Prom was fire. Yeah. He did that, like... Who can do that nowadays? We're like... We're in a whole 2020, bro. It's tough. And you just go back in time and like, let me go back and do this era. Mm-hmm. And it's tough because... That's can, what I was going to say like a little bit earlier. Where yeah. I, I Personally, me, I felt like... R&B was kind of dying out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you have Someone like Childish Gambino Kind of bring it back up Yeah Because I remember Like growing up the R&B was huge Especially like You had Neo huge. Akon Like you had People Chris like Brown. that Yeah Breezy. Chris Brown But, but like, that's what I'm saying To me that kind of That's pop R&B Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You said the traditional. Yeah, there's so R and B. There's yes, so many but subgenres that, that was, of it. But that was like for me. I don't know. At least me growing up, I felt like that was what was keeping it alive. Mm-hmm. And the popular mm-hmm. scheme. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. Yeah. Usher. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the exactly. popular yeah. R and B. But yeah. like, I was gonna say something, but I was never. Mind. Go ahead. No, what, no, what no, no. Say? Yeah, it's because he brought up Usher, and the first thing that came to my head was same girl. So I was gonna say R. Kelly, but I'm like, we don't want to go there, obviously. I mean, that's listen, R&B. That's listen, the king of R&B, bro. But what I'll say about Kells, I gotta give him his flowers still, bro. Like, what I'll say about Kells, the man is definitely a genius. Talented, bro. He was, he's, he is one of the reasons R&B is my favorite genre of music, and I don't feel like that's controversial to say or anything because music is music. Great music is great music. 
It's cause it's my just... mind's telling me no. Exactly. You gotta separate the man from the creative. You can, you can. Now that we say that, that kind of sounds crazy though, don't it? Like just hearing those lyrics. That's what I'm saying. This man, listen, I'm a flip. This man said a dog on the prowl when I'm walking through the mall. I'm like, you about 47. Why are you in the mall? You should be heading to Gap or McDonald's. JC Penny. What is you doing at McDonald's? So I say all of that to say. I blame the parents though. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> ask for another day though. Like, Ooh, you can't no. just I say I say all of that to say um he's he's one of the reasons R and B is my favorite genre of music. It's just it's a real shame that the man behind the pen is so flawed mm, and yeah. so damaged in the way. Um, but don't you think that art the best art comes from damaged people? A lot of it does. A lot so, of it yeah, does. Come on, the yeah. goats, bro. Amy yeah. Winehouse, Michael yeah. Jackson, yeah. Just all tortured their, souls. Uh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, um, because that's the way they express themselves. Kurt Cobain, right. absolutely. Yeah. What's his name? Jimmy, bro. I, the list goes on. Yeah. Everybody that's have phenomenal art has yeah. gone through some shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cuddy, Mac Miller. Come on. Yeah. No, so I, I say all of that to say, you know, I can't really not just. Knock him out. Yeah, yeah I, I can't not acknowledge what happened, but I can respect what he has given to R&B because it's my favorite genre of music. I can't act like 12 Play wasn't a classic R&B album, the R album, you know. Who, what R&B are you listening to? I mean, before we get back into the CLB, yeah, yeah, what yeah. R&B, besides Drake, because do you consider Drake R&B? I do not. I, I consider Drake Even hip-hop. Even when he sings? No, I, I consider it hip-hop. Like, and I say that to say, you remember when LL Cool J did I Need Love? yeah. Stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? When you can slow it down but still keep your, mm-hmm. you know, your guys up, I feel like it, it it helps expand the genre. I feel like with with Drake and the R&B thing, like, I see where he's trying to... In, Absolutely. He's, he's attempting to get in that yeah. lane, mm-hmm. but there's certain songs where, like, damn, I just got to give it to him. I'm like, bro, you're doing... Listen. This. It's this new genre of R&B. Not this new genre, this new wave of R&B nowadays mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. feel like he... He kind of curated in a sense Absolutely. of like, um, like that dark Bryson Tiller type vibe, or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Something I would like- say he ushered in the lane for Bryson to create Trap Soul because it's different with uh, how I view what The Weeknd did for R&B. Mm. I absolutely love See, he's the another one that I think has kept it alive too absolutely, recently. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I feel like what he I, went so pop to me though. No, 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 no. Oh. What The Weeknd did was mm. he brought the dark side yeah. of relationships to mm. R&B. But that's what I feel like about when he did it when like Rolling Stone, Dirty Diana. That's what those I'm talking talk, about. Those ones. That's what I'm talking about. But the shit he's coming out with now to me is just flat on pop. Nah, bro. Mm. It's like... Just the beats to me sound like pop yeah. to me. It's like 80s R&B, well, man. Which one's the last album you yeah, what was I the mean, last album you heard? What's, what's the star? The Star Moon? Star Boy was. Uh, star Boy was, was like Star Boy. Was was straight up Yeah, but that to me was like I felt like it was this. I don't know. That I just one was like, a little more pop because you have but... his you have his trilogy that he comes out with. Well, yeah. well, it was House of Balloons. That was, was Thursday. That was dark. It was R&B Echoes team. of Silence, and uh, yeah. then it was that, that trilogy. Was all, yeah. That was all dark R&B. Those those, right. those first three. Yeah, the names. first three that he comes out and with, and then this new thing was kind of to me. I feel like he's like pushing this envelope of I want to be as big as Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. like, and I'm going to kind of tread because his new one that he has right now, Dark FM. That's Don uh, FM is honestly. And it's crazy because when that album came out, I was like, "Dang, 2022 was off to a great start. We are gonna have some fire music." Ain't nothing else really dropped. Mm-hmm. It's been a quiet year. Mm-hmm. 
You know, shout out, shout out to Gunner. Yeah. Shout out there to There hasn't been like a, a oh, huge, mm. huge album yet. No. Like no. Don FM is really like the mm-hmm. only album that I've seen like really have staying power. Like out of time. Fire record. Yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. Sacrifice. It's classic record. It's funny you say that because I was I just started peeping that out recently. Mm. And um I was like, was this in 2021? And when right. I saw this in 2022, I'm like, this came out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I agree with you on that. It hasn't January. really, it hasn't really been an January. album like that yet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's not yeah, to... I mean, but I the feel one like I like is Break My Heart. Don't Break, break My Heart. Yeah, Don't Break My Heart is absolutely fire. Yeah. I love uh, the one with Wayne, obviously. I'm yeah. a Wayne fan. I like the... I, I would say Tory Lanez dropped a dope-ass that album, little, That little skin that was, that was last year, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was last that was year. I'm pretty December? sure Alone at With the red suit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was either 2020 or 2021. Let me double check. But real also quick. that song with uh, not, not the little the little uh, interlude he has with Quincy. Oh yeah, um, that's dope. Uh, uh, an, uh, an interlude from Quincy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. called. That one's a really and good see, one. people don't really know a lot about Quincy, so for us to get that insight, that's Quincy oh. X C. No, 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 no. That's, 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 that's an artist, Quincy Jones. Oh, that's Quincy you know Jones. the curator yeah. of damn. This of came out December yeah. 10th, 2021. Uh, Alona Prom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alona Prom came out at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And Tori was able to really, really kind of bring that inspiration to the modern scene. And it's dope. Uh, I think my favorite record off of that one is uh, Ballad of a Batman. I think that one is my favorite one. That don't you stop turning me on. Like, that was fire to me. I also love... Um, uh, what are you waiting for? Ooh, yeah. That one was fire, too. But again, what The Weeknd did with Don FM, and it's crazy because what he what he tweeted was, we're in the middle of a new trilogy right now. Mm-hmm. The way that he's been able to not only commit to warping his sound and pushing the envelope of yeah. what he's bringing to Even music. Image, that's what I'm saying. With the whole after, With the whole After Hours era... You never saw him outside of that red suit with the yep. broken nose. I haven't seen commitment like that to music in years. That's now, what I'm gonna say. It's since, since Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. Michael persona. Jackson was remember when Michael Jackson had that like I'm in the military shit. Like yeah. his outfits were very like yeah. like pro anti West and military and all that yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? So he it's would, like he would commit to his eras. Like, but he the, didn't have that like the other side of how like the the makeup right and, like, right. Exactly. Like, it's a whole different. Nah, the weekend went hard. Do you know? On do that. you know this? If do you know if he's signed to a specific record label or he's who the weekend? Is yeah. it XO? Uh yeah, the weekend owns his 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 own. So label, that's yeah. a difference. I feel like because Michael Jackson and the reason why he started having conflict was because of what the record label wanted yeah. him to push. Yeah. Versus what independent artists now are able to do. Yeah. No, for I'm sure. Pretty sure you like, able to speak that for yourself because you're absolutely. an independent artist. I feel absolutely. like Michael Jackson's thing was once he owned the Beatles catalog, he also had now nah, look a fucking. <laughs> yeah, leverage to be like, nah, motherfucker, I want to write what I want to write. And, and or these so- songs and, are not being played. Exactly. <laughs> and, Sony, and Sony was like, oh, we want to play hardball. Okay, Tony Montana. Tony, what's his name? Is that old dude that made Mariah Carey, the old, old fucking CEO of um of um Sony was like him and were always beefing. Remember when we went to Brooklyn and was talking yeah. about this dude? Um, I think he, he was talking. I about. think he even talked about him on a song called DS. Like Michael, I mean, he couldn't obviously use his name, but. He, he he I think his actual name was like TS, but he called it DS to diss him, but still be able to put the record out. But to even piggyback on that, the whole beef he had with Eminem. Same shit. Mm-hmm. Michael was petty, bro. And people yeah. people forget, yeah. man, Michael was a black man, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Michael <laughs> was core, a black yeah. to the core. <laughs> never mind the Vitilargo, never mind the plastic surgery. Michael was a black man. And we can be petty at times. 
So Eminem, when he you had got a, when you got a bag like that. Listen, mm-hmm. listen. you see how you see how petty Kanye West is being right exactly. now, people. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get to so, that right now. I say that to say when Eminem thought it was funny to do the Just Lose It record mm-hmm. and the Just Lose It video, Michael bought all of oh, Eminem's catalog. Yep. And was like, and oh, you like, I own you now. I own you. Mm-hmm. That's a power. They're disrespecting move. me. Disrespect. <laughs> this is what this is what gets met with disrespect. But that's mm-hmm. why I feel like he was taken out. He was he was getting too powerful, bro. Well, yeah, all of all of the stuff that was going on around the Invincible album, which I feel is super underrated. All of that really changed the course, unfortunately. But you rock my world is still a classic. Come on, bro. Unbreakable, the opening record. It's funny that that song is getting a life right now on TikTok, mm-hmm. but man. Shout out, shout out. TikTok's reviving a lot of people. It is. A lot of people's careers, yeah. But to circle back to CLB, because I I have opinions on CLB. Mm -hmm. So the one question was, do you think he needs another another producer? I don't, I don't. And I I, I say that because Drake's sound is so synonymous and so embedded in what we know him for. If that was to drastically change, I don't know how we would feel. I don't know if it would vibe the same way. And, and what if Kanye did something for him? I'd be down for that. I think uh, Kanye did his sound, and then just... I can't. I can't see that because of where Kanye's headspace is at. Well, yeah, because we got to talk about Donda too. Because um, I feel like, it, like, kind of just to go into what you said about um, mm-hmm. Drake, his features. That's where we get to hear him on other shit, mm-hmm. on other producers, on any. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He 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 floods the gates with with features all year round, right? Right, right, right. To where it's him and Forty. All right, this is me. But he this just did art. the feature with uh, with Gunna on his album, right? And see. that's where that's where we get to see him be a little versatile and get out of his like the forty forty shell that they the mold that they've created for him. I'm a, I'm gonna be real honest with you, and I love this man, Drake. I love you because he I love you, Drake. I love you. He doesn't cross his bound. He doesn't like push that envelope no more. It's like I sang and that's it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I was very disappointed with P Power. I was very disappointed. Yeah, I was, it was it was one of his lazy bars for me. I'm coming, my baby. Go get a cracker, I'm breaking, my baby. But see, even then, it still had like yeah. that little. It was like, catchy, it but was it doesn't. Catchy. Ha- it doesn't resonate like our. It, it, our, our it's our, not as good as pushing P though. No, it's 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 this thing about <laughs> like <laughs> attention span. <laughs> attention span. If the song was that good, it would have yeah. it would have carried over the a whole album up to this point. Yeah, but the album only lasted two three weeks. Yeah. yeah. And that's no, no, and that's a Drake feature on an album. That's a Drake feature. He also had Chris Brown on there. He had Young Blue on there. He had no, that's so many, so was, much talent on there. He was pushing P. He was mm-hmm. pushing. He was literally pushing P. Um, it's unfortunate, man. And shout out to I Gunner. think his phrase is more famous than the album. So absolutely, far. absolutely. And that's an issue too. Mm-hmm. When something that you push to market your album is outliving your album, and mm-hmm. it's outliving the art, and that's what you never want. Um, and I say that to say, you know, he got the number because one. Because even, sorry to interrupt no, no, you, I just watched Top Boy. Yeah. And if that first episode, they kept saying it so much. Mm. And I was like, why are they putting this in? Yeah. And they're like, we're pushing P, bro. And I'm like, pushing P. And I'm like okay. Mine's is pushing P, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad, bro. The phrase is we kept alive in, because in, of Top Boy, in bro. Retrospect, is pushing P, in man. retrospect, when, when this dude's older and he's only known for the phrase, mm-hmm. he's going to be pissed. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he's going to be like, bro, I made all this music. 
I mean, but I, I still remember the, I mean, this was a while ago But Hot yeah. was still a good song Yeah, Everything Lady Yellow when mm-hmm. it's hot yeah. yeah No, Wonder was a great album Or e London, too yeah, that, yeah Those two songs I still remember him for those two Yeah, there's there's definite moments and times Where a project will stick Or a song will stick mm-hmm. It's just Can your whole album Yeah that's, and, that's the hardest part And the part. other thing was The album was 20 songs yeah. We're in the era now where short, you can't really yeah your your track can only be like two minutes three minutes right because you also want that that quick loop for TikTok you want the mm-hmm. the people to be repeating it as fast as possible mm-hmm. yeah but I I like when artists don't confine into that stuff and they're like I'm gonna just give you art no yeah. that's that's how I am but that, that but then you got to make something really amazing exactly that's and that's where you that's where it's on you to make and go a little bit harder make yeah. the song that much better. And really create something that is gonna stick around. So, what's your favorite song off of CLB? Man, we my, gotta circle back because we still haven't ended that conversation. My favorite record on CLB, and it's crazy because yeah, yeah, I, I have I, a few too. I got like a top three, but um, it's crazy because getting getting into CLB, I was a part of uh, all of the material that was coming out. Like when Not Around came out, mm-hmm. now it's known as TSU, but. When it first leaked, it right. was not around. Same here, yep. It, it leaked like, the whole year before the did. album. Yeah, man. And I was like, like, yo, if the whole album is like this, it's going to be a problem. And then we got um, Lot of 42, now known as Love All. Right. I will say this. I enjoyed the Jay-Z verse. That's actually one of my top three records mm-hmm. off of CLB. However, if you listen to Lot of 42, I wouldn't recommend uh, the YouTube cut. It's very overproduced uh but if you can find the actual demo of lot of 42 the outro on there classic drizzy like to the point where it gave me goosebumps i was like whoa i heard this since nothing was the same what did you think mm-hmm. about in the cut that didn't make the album in the cut should have made the album bro i would have replaced or girls even roddy, girls. or even roddy rich's on roddy rich's shout album. out shout out roddy too i know the internet he took is too late yeah he, he i know the internet is not being kind to that man Pandemic his first album over. was fire please excuse me nah, for being bro, anti-social his first two albums, bro feed the streets one and two yeah, was hot feed the streets then, was hot and then freaking um the the album um please excuse me that's so, bro yeah that one Listen. then the pandemic hit yeah, yeah. And but this latest put, one, he took forever though. To he did. But I'm telling you, it was a pandemic, bro. Yeah. What do you? Why are you gonna drop an album when you can't tour on it? Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter though because people mean? are still gonna want to listen. But that's true. Is, that's true. Because Dark Lane demo tapes went crazy for Drake. Exactly. But, but that's Drake. Drake. Drake is. Drake Actually, is, yeah, you're right. Drake. Drake. Is, you can drive to this, bro. <laughs> You don't, you get, bro. I was when, like, yeah, no, he right. Actually, no, yeah, you right. When Drake, <laughs> He's like, they all got valid points. Bro, when Drake <laughs> drops, this is yeah. what I do when Drake drops. Roll up, I'm going to go take a drive. Yeah. I got to listen to him yeah. while I'm driving, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mando. Yeah. It's just, he puts me in that mode where I'm like, let me reflect on my life after after I yeah. listen to these bars. Yeah. That's no. why, that's why to me, Drake, he's so impactful in my life. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the thing, though. I listened to that new Roddy Rich. There's not one track where I'm like, no. But that's what I'm saying. If you would have put in the cut in, in, featuring Drake, that would have saved the album. Now, I would have replaced Girls Want Girls with In the Cut. Uh, that's true. Girls Want Girls is my least favorite record on the album. I like it now, but initial listen, when I got to the Say That You a Lesbian Girl Me Too line, I was like, I can, you for know me, why? it's the, the first bar. Say, uh, um, uh, staring at your dress because of see through? Yeah. yeah. Just you that, you were like little, uh, little things just catchy. You're like, yeah, what? like you yeah, know why no, I, I like you yeah. know why I didn't like that song or, or why I feel like he put that line in there is because mm. we're in this era of inc- we're all being like pronouns. 
Mm. Oh, so the inclusivity. Yeah, like I see what you're you know saying. what I'm saying. Like lesbians and 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 bisexual people listen to Drake too. All right, let me throw a little bar out there for y'all, y'all, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's Drake. No, no, I get you, I get you. But my, I think my favorite songs on this album. Have you heard of Organization? Absolutely, yeah. You've heard all those leaks. Yeah, you're, you're turned this to an yeah, organization. Yeah. That's lucky to, left, yeah. like all these songs, bro. Lucky should, left. You should have put them on the that album, album, bro. Mm, that should have followed. That should have followed uh, Champagne Poetry. That would have been crazy. Facts. So my biggest, my biggest takeaway. What about Zodiac Sign? <laughs> Zodiac Sign was good. That song Zodiac was Sign hard, was good, bro. Her ver- her verse is hard. Shout bro. out Jesse Reyes. Shout yeah. out Jesse Reyes. It would have been a TikTok song for sure. It would have. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. What I feel. About CLB, I love the album. Don't get me wrong, I love the album, but I really feel like, and this goes back to when everybody was like, Donda or CLB, Donda or CLB. I really feel like Drake made Certified Lover Boy out of spite. I don't feel like it was one of those views moments because Hot Take Views is my favorite Drake album. But Views, I feel like, is in his in his opinion, is kind of made out of spite. Well, he was like chasing. Well, something. he did. Say, he did say that on uh, More Life. I was an angry youth when I was writing right. views. Uh-huh. But the thing about views was he was able to create an atmosphere. You still felt the effort on records like Hype, on records like Feel No Ways, on records like uh, Child's Play, or something like. Oh uh, well, Chester, That's More Life. More Life was yeah. also fire. Shout out More Life. Um, but views, he was able to take us to Toronto and really put us in his in his headspace while he was creating that. With CLB, I really feel like he was watching Kanye, Pusha, pretty much everybody he's got issues Mm. with. No longer issues with Kanye, obviously, but I feel like in the process leading up to the drops, he was watching Kanye do all the release events and, you know, levitating, setting himself on fire and just all of these, you know... His marketing was crazier. Yeah, no, Here's absolutely. Some billboards. Literally. You see what I'm Here's saying? Some billboards. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean someone from your city is gonna be in my album. Exactly, <laughs> I exactly. See, I can see how um I mean CLB, he was having he was dropping his marketing was with Nike. Mm-hmm. From the moment, you know, that last yeah. night cried later, he was pushing it. I just feel like he's such a big engine that it doesn't it feels effortless. Like he's not even right. trying anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I can say, you know what? Where I feel like he was trying too hard mm. was a Kid Cudi record. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I love that. That's, that's my least favorite. Nah, to I me, don't, I don't what? like Kid Cudi like and Drake. Song, yeah. it's, you should have done it ten mm. years ago. See, but that 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 that's one of those songs that like it had to grow on me, mm. and it still hasn't grown nah. on. It grew on me for a good <laughs> nah. like, thing. Like, I like the the one when he has that Afro beat. Oh, uh, uh, Fountains with Tim's. Fountains, Shout yeah. out Tim's. That that's, had to grow on me. Really? Because Thames, I was fucking with Thames, but I was like, I don't see the connection here. Dude, and that's then, such a good song. That, so yeah, good. but it had it grow on me. Yeah. That one, but the one with Kid Cudi, that, that one still doesn't like. Nah, I can't do it. You know, another song that to me, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then it grew on me, and now it's one of my top three songs. Which one? In the Bible. In the Bible is a good one. Lil too. Durk's verse is pointless though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> What are you saying, bro? Yeah, you left them speechless, bro. <laughs> it's pointless. Bro, it was like that that one verse that it he did with the... Flow. the hey, yo. That, in, in, in the Bible, in, oh, like, this one, and then... Oh, yeah, I'm just going to market my girls. Okay. What the fuck, bro? Like, okay. <laughs> I love Dirk, but damn, bro. You got a Drake feature, and you... D- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like he really set the bar. It was the same thing for Pain 1993 with Playboy Cardi. Oh, yeah. Bro. Drake spazzed on that Pierre yep. beat. And I, I have come around to a whole lot of red, but 
at the time, I, I was not really rocking with Playboy like that. I, I was pretty basic. I was like, I like flat be, uh, flatbed freestyle. I like Magnolia, but I don't really like, you know, the Pissy Pamper or the Kid Cudi record, whatever the name of the record is. When he was doing the baby voice, I was like, this is not my <laughs> steez, but if y'all like it, cool. Literally, because we went from, you know, um, uh, Hype Williams' little X. If you just say direct, give a fuck. I was like, ooh, I didn't know it. I got live my zine, call it back. I got to live my T, call it back. I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what'd you do? Lost me. Yeah. That's, that's I think the, in the, first, song? the first Drake song we got into, because Amori was in too deep. Oh, off that and that's because tapes? of the bass dun, dun, that dun, kicks dun, in that second part. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's the beginning, yeah, oh, that, oh. that guitar part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. man. When I mean, he hit me with that, deep. oh yeah, I was like, mm. damn. Kept the gallery open Get along to better for you and your friends. I was like, damn. You know who's an underrated like feature on on a lot of these art like because Ty Dolla Sign is not the first time he's on a Drake album. Yeah, no, mm. and he bro, nah, he's good. Listen, though. Ty, Ty Dollar is really good. When Ty so Dollar dropped, bro. featuring Ty Dolla Sign, I was like, you know the game. Yes, mm. you're peeping. Yes, what works. And maximizing it. For sure. What'd you Shout think out of to him. J. Cole taking his beat mm. and then making his own song. Which one? Cole is a genius. The one he took from Drake. What? I think it's uh, Remorse. No. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, no. Are, are you, are you talking one? about... Uh, the one J. Cole, he took the beat they from... They made the whole video and he was in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, oh pipe, down, pipe, pipe, down. pipe down, pipe down. Pipe down. Fire. I do think I he was I being... Could, I no, couldn't no, hear that Drake song anymore. I think it was Lemonade. I think it was Lemonade something. No, no, no. It was Heaven's Freestyle. Really? Yeah, Heaven's Freestyle was over Pipe Down. Oh, shit. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. After, after that, I couldn't hear that Drake song. I because honestly... Because I, I, like, I feel like J. Cole just destroyed that song. Like, <laughs> he made it so good. I was like, I can't go back to the other one. Pipe Down would be like, if I was doing a top five, it'd be like number five. But um, Pipe Down, I actually really, really like off of CLB. I just love the soul that Drake delivered on that, on that particular record. But that's also one of the songs that I actually feel like he tried on. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about 7 a.m. on the brittle path? That's that's number two for me. That's my number two. Because that one, he just he, he went crazy. I gotta yeah. ask you this though. Yes, sir. We've we've talked enough about Drake, mm -hmm. but unless unless this is it, what was your favorite <laughs> album of 2022? My favorite album this year, 2021. Oh, 2021. My bad. My yeah. uh, call me if you get lost. Tyler the Creator, by mm. far, by far. I have a whole list with like what I felt was like the most disappointing. For me, as a music lover, because that's the other thing. Like, what was the most disappointing since you grew up there? Oh, man. Uh, we were just talking about it. The Roddy Rich album. Okay. And yeah. another album that unfortunately did that for me, too. And I hate to say this because I love every single member. The Brockhampton drop of last year. I just felt like it came and went. And especially mm. because I love Brockhampton. But I feel like his moment came and went already. Well, they... they that moment of, like, that mosh pit type vibe, that whole, like... Well... It's kind of over because you're not. We weren't able for two years to fucking be out there and doing, creating that scene and making yeah. it something, you know. So it's like it's, also with with the recent tragedy that recently happened, yeah. you know, people are kind of a little iffy yeah, about all that. Getting away from it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I I absolutely love Brockhampton. I got to see them for their um oh I forget the name of the tour, but they were touring Iridescence and a couple of other other records. And I love Brockhampton. It's just the Roadrunner album didn't really hit the mark for me. But the most disappointing drop for me was, unfortunately, the Roddy Rich record. You like, had to write it down to, like, top three, top five. What was it for 2021? My, for, for 2021? I actually have it with me. 
Cool, cool. Hold on, let me pull that up. Perfect. No, it's good. Um, while I'm pulling that up, I'll I'll wrap up my my thoughts on CLB. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the record. It's just I definitely felt like this wasn't made with love, and I know love is in the title, but I feel like you were watching your competition. You were like, oh, you're gonna do all of these antics. You're gonna set yourself on fire. You're gonna do these release events. Cool. Here's some billboards. I'm going to make it like mm, 21 songs. Watch what I do in a week. Watch mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. I'm not even going to try on these. What is 7 a.m. on the riddle path about? He was... It's literally just... It's literally... It's literally directed him. It's literally just a diss track. Yeah. And it was like... Yeah. I'm going to try on this one. I'm going to try on champagne poetry. I'm going to sh- uh, I'm gonna try on fair trade. I'm going to try on the remorse. The rest... But these songs were old, bro. That's what I'm saying. The rest... That's why he's saying he just put it together in a week and was like, here you go. That's what I'm saying. I, I think more yeah. the pandemic threw a curveball to his planning. Because we if the pandemic never happened, we never get demo tapes. Because ah! he, he threw demo tapes because CLB was supposed to come and then that shit happened. So it was like, you guys need something to hold you over? But Darkland demo tapes, that's why he, he called was trying it a on, bro. Darkland demo tapes was, was fire. It was fire. Uh, right, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like that was supposed to be the album that he dropped, but he made a mixtape because he was like, "Fuck, bro, I need to, re- I need to just toss every, we need to re- redo this shit." And I he don't said know. that he did that a few times. Like, look at me the top five, 2021. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I actually, I'm gonna give you my entire list. I'll do you one better. Yeah, my 20. Damn. From 2021. Damn, the yeah, Starting it. from number 20. Number sorry. number 20 going all the way up. Okay. Number 20, 333, Tanache. Shout out. Number 19, Blue. Shout out my boy Anthony Russo. You the goat. I love you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Kanye, 18, Donda, uh, 17, CLB, uh, 16, Still Over It, Summer Walker, 15, Planet Her, Doja Cat, 14, King's Disease 2, Nas, 13, Ooh, Off Season, uh, 12, 30, Adele, 11, Spaceman, Nick Jonas. I know y'all gonna hate me for that, but Nick <laughs> dropped a fucking banger of an album. Go listen to that shit. Top 10. Uh, at 10, Alone at Prom. See how versatile this man is? I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I listen to that's any and everything. Artists. That's artists at number 10, Alone at Prom, Tori. Uh, nine, Friends That Break Your Heart. Uh, uh, James Blake, shout out. Uh, eight, Wildest Dreams. Majid Jordan or Magic Jordan, Ooh, however you want to put it. Check that out. Fire. No, that oh, my God. Yeah. Stars Align with Drizzy. The track with Sway Lee. Mm-hmm. They got a track called Been Through That. Fire. Uh, number seven, The House Is Burning. Shout out Isaiah. Number Ooh, six. Oh, man. Number six, Vince Staples by Vince Staples. And now my top five. Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies by Snow Allegra. Absolutely love her. Fuck. The record that Pharrell produced on there. And listen, Pharrell she's, and Timberland. She's underrated. Yeah. Super underrated. Pharrell and Timberland are the greatest producers of all time. Yep. And I will stand, I will die by that mm-hmm. statement. So number five, Snow Allegra. Uh, number four, Montero, Lil Nas X. Number three, An Evening with Silk Sonic. Number two, Life of a Dawn, Don Tolliver. And number one, that's Call Me good, If You Get Lost. That's a good that, that's a good album, number two. Listen, that's Don... That's a hell of a list, You man. didn't like, you didn't like you. That, that most <laughs> recent... Um, was, it, was it a King's Disease 2? Which was, one? That yeah. not, no, he didn't he drop another one? Oh, he Magic, Magic. One, yeah. Magic. Magic was fire. That it was, was just... fire, bro. Mm-hmm. It was gave all, me like old Nas vibes, Yeah. Though. Like, King's Disease 2 and King's Disease 1 was like fire, but it was so like... So fire, bro. Magic was just different, bro. That record on King's Disease 2, my Bible, though, that's, yeah. that record is absolutely crazy. That's a good so. one. Who children, um, Who for the Children? Oh, so crazy. Nas is crazy. going in, bro. That's so, what I'm saying. I mean, this is very interesting because just your your if you could say your catalog of the music you're listening to and all that stuff, mm-hmm. 
it plays very well into knowing that you're also a DJ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shit, man. Like, now I need to go to one of this guy's parties, man, because dang. <laughs> man, because my, my attitude with DJing, I'm not here for my pleasure. I'm already fulfilled. I'm here for the guests in attendance. I'm here for y'all. So what do you prefer, DJing create or creating music? the environment for your guests. Correct, correct. Yeah. What, was, what was the question? Do you prefer DJing or creating music? <sighs> oh, man. It's it's a, it's a tough it's a tough comparison for me personally because the end result is so beautiful in in both ways like it's personal it's personal pride in making something like Detour something like Civil Unrest but the the joy that I get to create in DJing there's nothing like it like yeah. I I recently got to do like a full circle moment recently going back to my old high school to DJ their winter formal that they had in February, because, you know, pandemic. Um, and I looked up, like, I was, you know, mixing, putting songs together. I looked up, everybody was jumping. There wasn't a single body sitting down. I looked around, there was so many people, they started crowding on the side of me. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like a concert. And I'm creating a vibe right now. Let me see if they know this one. And I like to tease the crowd. I'd be like, oh, let me see if you know this song. And it'll be Get like, it yeah. Out. Yeah. right. It'll be like, yeah, by Usher or Get Low or something like that. But um, that that scenario, that that scene stays with me with every gig I do. Even when it doesn't go like how I want it to. Like if people are just vibing, not really dancing, or if I'm, if I'm having like a difficult time with like the coordinator of a wedding or something like I always take that with me to do better or to reminisce. So, is get low like your go to? Nah. What's your go to like just to feel the crowd right away? Usually, yeah or hot in her by Nelly. Mm. I have to say her like that because if I say hot in here, you, it don't it don't hit. Hot in her. Usually, <laughs> I believe that's how it's spelled in the album yeah. too. Huh? Exactly. Yes, with, you know, with two know, R's. He knows that because his brother owned the album. So yeah. no way. Yeah. They had the Nellyville record. Yeah, yeah. bro. And his brother is a, is one of the people why I Put listen to hip hop and like a student of it so much because it's like he would buy the album. I love it. I absolutely like, love it. So you, you just love both. You got a passion for both. There's no real preference, you could say. Yeah, because I mean, and, and it's even different when it comes to ghostwriting, dude, because I've been doing that for like three years now. And like, there's great experiences and then there's also experiences I will never work with again. And it's different why? because... I'll get into that. <laughs> it, uh, when it goes well, it's it's weird because I'm having to create the words and tell somebody else's story and then let them tell it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I have to create the template for what they want to speak since they can't really create it themselves. Yeah. And that's not to say they're incapable of doing it. It's just that extra influence is going to help bring the song to the highest potential. Yeah. So in in the way that, you know, like you mentioned, how did I feel about when Quentin Miller was, you know, all over the socials? I wasn't really shook too much. Uh, only with the Rico reference that he didn't get credit for. That's where I was kind of like, all right, I have to call foul on that. But if you look at everything on If You're Reading This Is Too Late, every song that Quentin helped on, he's got credit on. Mm -hmm. And you can hear those references and see where the ideas went. But his voice wasn't really going to create the record that Know Yourself is. You know what I'm saying? Or that mm, Tim Bands right. is. With with Quentin's voice, you could see the vision, but you hear Drake on it, it's a hit. Ten bands, 50 bands, 100 bands, fucking man. Let's just not even discuss it, man, no MG. Like, you get that delivery and it's out of here. But yeah. when you hear the references with Tim Bands, 50 bands, 
hundred bands. Fucking Drake gave it the uh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He gave he gave it he uh. gave it the oomph. And so I I like to think of that when I when I'm doing a record for somebody else. When it goes well and they kill the takes and we build something on top of that, it's amazing. Do you do you get any type of enviness where you're like, damn, I should have fucking said that? For absolutely, myself. absolutely, absolutely. Fuck, why'd I give him that bar? Fuck. Absolutely. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> literally. No! There's a record on the way. Shout out I'm my here. boy. Shout out my boy Rohan. He's uh this great talent out of Sydney, Australia. Um, that I met through my boy Shion Amiri, who's one of the dopest producers of all time. Shout out Shion, I love you. Um we wrote this record called Don't Say. It's it's crazy. It's so fire. I'm not even, again, I'm not trying to gas myself. I'm not trying to be cocky. This record is so fire. And I remember I was listening to the demo before they redid it, and I was like, you know what, bro? I, and now that I see somebody, um, <laughs> like, those are my words. Yeah, no, yeah. no. The, him, him, be, him saying, I don't want to be cocky, I don't want to be cocky, bro, be cocky. Honestly, yeah. yeah. You got after to. seeing Genius. Yeah. 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 You Word. gotta be you. Word. You gotta believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Before anybody and, else. And that's does. that's that's the place that I'm at right now with the album and everything. Like I I fully believe in myself. Like that, that it's a habit that I'm trying to unlearn to do the whole oh well uh, wait try wait to wait keep wait. it humble right exactly because yeah. like you but know, then if you if you try to keep it too humble you don't get credit for anything right. Right? you gotta speak up for yeah. yourself in the words of Drizzy uh, being humble don't work as well as being aware right so. Mm. So we have this record called Don't Say coming out. And I remember listening to it and I was like, damn, I should have kept this for myself. Damn. I'm happy that it worked out the way it did. Record sounds amazing. But it's always going to be that that what if scenario, me, you know. Let me ask you a, a, a shifting question. Sure. Kind of turning into yourself and your sure. music. Sure. Why Detour? Why, why that name title mm. on the album? Love that. Is there a 180 coming? Nah, nah, but... Right? Are you going to bust a U? No, nah, nah. But I did, a, I did a 180 to create the album. Okay. So there's four albums, four projects, really, that I'm dropping this year. And so I was finishing up uh, a mixtape called Summerfield 4. This is the fourth Summerfield thing that I've done. It started way back in 2010 when I was still in high school, which feels like too many lifetimes ago. Damn. <laughs> what year you graduate, by the way? I uh, graduated in uh, 2012 at uh, Granada High. Okay, uh-huh. so two years, house? two years before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I was working on Summerfield 4. after me. Oh, shout out. Yeah. Uh, I was working on Summerfield 4, and Summerfield 4 has been cooking since, like, 2019. So there's, there's bars on there that I can't change where I say, like, Summerfield 2K19. I'm like, well, we don't have none of those sessions anymore, so that's just going to be what it's going to be. Um, and I was working on it, but I, I wasn't happy while I was working on it. There was a lot of things I was dealing with at the time, mentally, physically. A whole bunch of stuff was going on. And shout out to Ash Matthews. Ash, I love you. I'm going to say that a lot throughout the whole episode. That's cool. Ash, I love you. Uh, Ash sent me a message on Instagram because uh, he got recommended to me from my boy Dakota Cook. Dakota, I love you. Um, and he was like, yo, man, Dakota recommended me. Take a, take a look to uh, my beat store. If you like anything, let me know. And at the time, because another thing that I, another way I work, um, if I don't have the bag, I don't have the beat. Straight up. I'm not, you never going to catch me on, he stole my beat, he didn't pay for this. Never. I won't even record on something that I haven't paid for yet. Unless Damn. I get the go-ahead, unless the producer's like, no, 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 do it. We'll get to that later. You will never catch me on that tip. I promise you that. Because I, I... So you, also, too, like, when you're writing, um, 
Just a quick question. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you do the beat first or do you do your lyrics first? I I need the since beat first. You're, since you're saying like I need the beat. Yeah. I need so you, you need the beat first. I need you in the studio when I'm gonna when I'm I got you. I got shit. you. Cause that's that's something else I do. I like Help to bounce create creative and, directing. Exactly. Exactly. I need, I need a Diddy in my studio. I got you. I got one here where I feel like I like his taste of music, but somebody that's actually creating right, right, right. that can mentor me. I got you. I've been telling my brother, like, bro, I wanna I wanna get in. I wanna I got some shit to say. I got some shit I wanna and get in. And I'm telling chest. you, bro. Doing it all in the booth is the best. That's where all of the ideas come out. So I, I'm definitely down for that. You know what I'm saying? But it's a trip because how would you, how would you help somebody that's like, let's say you write for somebody, right? Mm, mm. And the dude's like trying to get the umph. Yeah, he's trying, the, trying to, to come get, up with the to get with that the vibe. feeling in there. You yeah. know, to, to to the feeling backing what you're right, saying. Right, right. How do you how do you fucking get somebody that like, damn, bro, I can't take. It's like thirty takes already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what 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 mode do you have to get in to be like, fuck? We're gonna have to just keep trying. Like, or what do you what do you tell this person? Like, well, I usually like to do before we get to any recording. I like to have a conversation with whoever I'm working with. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about what you listen to. I want to know who inspires you. Now let's take that and apply it to your style. And if you don't know what that is, let's experiment. Let's listen to some beats. Let's listen to some music. What naturally vibes with you, that's what I want to build on. Yeah, and then when you're listening to beats, automatically there's going to be a beat that catches your ear. Right. And you're going to be like, oh, I see that. Like, I could go there. Right. To even bring it back to my boy Rohan Mm -hmm. real quick, when I first met him in 2019, because Cheyenne hit me up to write for him, um... The, the the guy that I met then is not the guy that I know now. The guy that I know now is an artist. He's now calling shots, stepping in the booth. He doesn't even need me half the time to come up with stuff for him. Like, it's it's a whole effort now. But when I first met him, he was like, oh, man, I don't I don't know what I should say on this. This, this sound good. He needed that guidance. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the, the way that I like to put the battery in the backs of people is I like to find out what they like to vibe with. I like to find out what speaks to them. And build on that with them. I don't never take away from the experience for them. Because again, this is their song. This is their album. This is their EP. I'm here to enhance the vision. But it's on them. You're very selfless, bro. It's the only way I operate. I am I am so content with everything in my life right now. I'm still working towards more. You know, I'm still working on... You'll get it all, bro. Trust oh, me. I'm, keep, I'm... Keep going that same I'm so determined. I am I'm so determined. I appreciate that. Like, not, not to not knock what you're saying. I appreciate that. Thank you. But I, I am working towards everything and I'm determined for everything now. Um, but I really am here to enhance the vision if it's writing for somebody else. We'll find that groove and I'll help you get there. However you want to go about doing the takes and, you know, maybe doing different vocal inflections, whatever feels right and whatever I think sounds good, I'll I'll give my input to. At the end of the day, it's going to be your name on the, on the track. That's on the track. <laughs> yep. Unless I'm, I'm, I'm featuring. I'm going to send you my SoundCloud. Let me know what you think about send my, it through. Send it through. my bars. Let me see if, send I can, it through. If, if I have potential to be like, yeah, we can work with this. <laughs> hey, I sent it to my brother, but... I didn't get the feedback I was hoping, so I was like, damn, bro. Got you, got you. how you feel, bro? (laughs) Um, bro. Just to circle back to why it's Mm -hmm. called Detour 2. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. good. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Yeah, just to circle back to why it was called Detour, um, Ash uh, shot me a message on on Instagram. Um, And mind you, like, making Summer Feel was cool. There's a lot that I can't wait to share with y'all when that drops. But again, I wasn't happy, and I didn't have 
the funds to get Summerfield done. And I was trying to get it done. I was trying to really hurry it up. And it just wasn't happening. And I kind of took that as a sign. I was like, maybe I need to slow down the process. So Ash sent me a message. I checked out his uh, beat store. And this was when I was still at Best Buy, by the way. Shout out 1180. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to his, his beat store. And I got to this beat called Mirror. Shit was nasty. I was like, whoa. I right, let me write him back. I'm going to use this beat right here. And I wrote the record called In the Mirror, which is the lead single um, for Detour. And that was kind of a, a, a like a refreshing session for me. I wrote In the Mirror in like seven minutes. It was one of the easiest records I wrote, but... The beat already gave you the words. Man. And I, I, I had a different idea for it initially, and then I switched it. I initially was going to say... From what? What? I, yeah, no, 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 I got That's you. crazy. I, I initially was going to say on the hook... I ain't with the chit-chat. I don't want to talk. And I was trying to find something that rhymed with talk but didn't go basic like walk or... <laughs> or stalk. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, this is not coming to me. And again, it's not natural. I'm forcing this rhyme. Stop that. Yeah. Stop that. So I, scratch it. So I flipped it. I don't, uh, I want, um, I don't want to talk. I ain't with the chit-chat. Said that you a freak. Come on, girl, you know I'm with that. If you bought your bag, I ain't mad. Go and get that. Just do your dance in the mirror when you get back. When that hit me, I was like, all right, I might have something. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I think we have something here. Yeah. So I cut that, and then he was like, yo, let me mix it. Let me master it. I got you. I said, Ash, I don't have the money to pay for it now. He's like, I got you. Ah, so he gave you the beat. I was like... Which is what you want. Again. You want to secure it. Again. Yeah. I ain't got the bag, I ain't mm -hmm. got the beat. Mans did me the biggest solid, and I'm forever, forever grateful for that. After Ash sent it back to me, I was like, this was so freeing for me to do. I need to build on that energy. From there, I went into this whole spiral of just different vibes that I was feeling. And initially, Detour was going to have about 17, 15 tracks. I've never treated an album this seriously. So I trimmed all the fat, and I was like... We're going to do a 10-song album. It's going to be 10 songs straight to the point. I always feel like 10-song albums always make a statement. Case in point, Yeezus. So when we, when I really started, you know, th feeling out what I wanted to do with Detour, it was different vibes that I hadn't tried before. There's a track on there called Pento Benzo with my boy Bando Bambino. Shout out Bando. And that's one of the more fun records on there. I don't really get to do fun music because if you listen to Civil Unrest, you listen to my record, Gliding, it's very lyrical, it's very personal, it's very, like, yeah. serious stuff. Then you get to something like In the Mirror, and I'm talking about, you know, ass shaking. Bro, and, that's the one I was, like, running up to last yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm bopping to this I'm shit. telling you, it's like, like bop right here. thank you, brother, I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I don't really get to make music like that, so. But this is where I have to admire the craftsmanship. Yeah. Then the next song was, um, I read somewhere. Yes, yeah, somewhere I read. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Like how you how you go from ass talking to <laughs> now let's get straight I, to the I, point. Yeah, right, I got rights. Right. You want to talk about our rights? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, civil unrest was was. And that's why I gotta I, like I like black thought. I like like yeah, real shout out black thought. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like when you can go from KRS to Lib Kweli to yeah. from that side and then go to some like political depressed type shit. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's like a it's a nice refresher, bro. Yeah, so thank you. and that—that's literally again how Detour came about. Like, I was in the process of making something, and then I got completely inspired to do something else. Shifted the entire course. Yeah. Summerville is definitely something I love. 
because I love what I do. But detour was something I needed to do. Detour was something that I needed to fulfill. I couldn't, in good conscience, finish Summer Feeling not done detour because this music was so much more inspiring, so much more fueling for my creativity and really transformative for me. This is really the first time where I'm confident about my music to just throw it out to somebody and be like, yo, I'm dope, check me out. I even went to somebody's Instagram live at a, at a whim and they were like, oh, why is your name Lil G Music? I was like, oh yeah, I make music. I got an album on the way. And they were like, oh, dead ass. I was like, yeah, dead ass. Like, I'm not playing with y'all. And they were like, okay, yeah, play something. Confident. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. They were like, play something. I played like three records. They were like, yo, this is fire. What? Yo, when is this drop? I was like, ah, I can't really give that. We both on live right now. I can't, I can't really spoil it right now. But it's coming soon. Right. And they were like, yo, shoot me the link when it drops. So all of that to say the, the main reason why it's called Detour is because I was literally driven to make it. I was literally taking like away. destiny. 100%. Mm-hmm. It took me away from the course I was on. Take, I took this whole entire new path, and it's paving out. Felt like a fork on the road, and then yes. she took the right. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was like the Fast and the Furious. Literally. And I was Brian. going one way, and Brian was going the other Got way. You. I'm going to get back to Brian as soon as I get this Summer Feel record done. But for the, for the time being, it's, it's detour time. Detour, <laughs> and that drops this, Saturday, this Friday, this March Friday, 25th. March 25th, right? 25th yes. Time, is there a specific time you're dropping that? Uh, Thursday at midnight. So, Thursday at midnight, okay. Yeah. Like it'll it'll Friday morning we can listen. To right, right, exactly. I mean, I'm listening to it that night. Because <laughs> yeah, you're up at that hour. I, I'll listen to Friday in the morning. <laughs> you said what time does it drop? Uh, uh, nine p.m. on Thursday. You're not up at nine p.m., bro. We're at the gym at nine p.m. on Thursday. Uh, I am. The- huh. Cap, <laughs> cap, cap in his rap. Oh man. Cap in uh, rap. So that, that's that's interesting, man. Yeah. And besides that, I know you also got a YouTube channel, man. I do. Yes, yes, I do. And we basically what we just did on right here. Is what you do on that YouTube channel, right? Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Well, it's it's called the tune up. Yep. I definitely want to do it in this format, especially because there's just so much more to talk about, mm-hmm. and there's so much more. Hey, bro, my doors are open, bro. Let me I pr- I appreciate that. We might we might have to collab on that. You will hey. tune up X Collective. You hey. know, like no, I mean, but like even with with this, like if you want to just come and do your own thing, bro. A word. Well, yeah, bro. Of course. I we'll appreciate you. you. We'll do that. I appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Definitely gonna make that happen. I mean, you have your own guests. If you want to have your own guests, we'll make it happen. I man. appreciate y'all. You can put your logo right there instead of ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not get crazy. Yeah. No, um, the tune up, man. The tune up is the name of my YouTube channel. That's T U N E U P, and um, that really came about just from. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, it came from a really bad place in my life, but turned into something really cool. I was able to kind of establish a little bit of a community. That definitely got crazy at times, but it was definitely rewarding at times, too. Long story short with how that came about, I quit music in 2015. I put out Summer Feel, the album. because I had Summer Feel 2010, Summer Feel 2012, which was like Summer Feel 2, and then it was Summer Feel. That was just the final album. And I was like, you know what? It's not really working out for me. My peers are doing so much better. My boy Casio. Casio, I love you. Fiki, I love you. Grant, I love you. The whole Lopes fam, I love y'all. They were going crazy. My boy Casio did the Wasted record for Don Tolliver. Um, he did the Womp Womp record for uh, Jeremiah and Valet. 
he was going crazy. My boy. So you were looking at their journeys and you yeah. just, you're like, what the fuck? You're like, my time's on? not, my card is not being called. Like, what's going on? I was literally yeah. looking in the mirror, like, what is the problem? Like, mm. am I not dope? Uh, my boy Cameron, shout out Yo Cam, he was doing all of these videos and just really, really just rocketing. My boy Mike Chopra doing crazy videos. Shout out Mike. I love you, Mike. And I love you too, Cap. My boy Brandon Dozier, another person. Shout out Brandon. All of these people were just doing such amazing things in music. And it was you. really discouraging. I really was feeling bad. And then 2016, uh, I, I won't get too much into detail. 2016 was just the worst year for me. I almost wasn't here. I'm going to just leave it at that. I almost was no longer with y'all. Mental health was really 100 percent. 100%. Okay. So, you know, music not popping off was a big reason for that. And so... Yeah, because it's like almost like your purpose, your calling. Literally. You know? So it's, literally. Like, it's almost like me being a barber. It's, hu- it's a huge part of your identity. Right. It's right. almost like me yeah. being a barber and I can't get my chair filled anymore. Right, exactly, exactly. That would, that would fucking... And I was still DJing at the time too, but the gigs just weren't fulfilling. Like there were some good gigs, but... It, was, it wasn't hitting like it was supposed to hit. And so I remember I really got tired of just not doing anything, not making music. And um, I remember I was watching YouTube and then I, I heard a song and I went on this little Snapchat rant. And I used to do this thing called Snap Rants with Jared and I would talk about just stuff going on in music or entertainment or stuff. I'd be like, did y'all hear this? da 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 like, I think uh, when Meek and Drake were beefing and Meek was tweeting and, you know, Drake dropped uh, Charged Up and then dropped Back to Back and then we got One to Know, then we got Summer 16, I was, like, giving a play-by-play to a lot of people about that. My mom saw this. Shout out, Mama. I love you, Mama. My mom saw this she and was, battery like, in your back, huh? 100%. Like, she has a uh, an ongoing record of... Um, being right about a lot of things that I take a chance on. Because there's, there's, there's stuff I won't take a chance on. So it'd be like, just try it. See what happens. And then, but usually the moms yeah. that where we looked for the validation where it's like, if mom mm-hmm. said I should, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Moms have a sixth sense for yeah. that stuff, bro. 100%. And knows she knows better than anybody. She could not have been more right with this. So she was watching me do my little snap rant. And she was like, you should put that on YouTube. I said, ma... Nobody's gonna wanna watch that. Nobody's gonna watch. These are my friends on Snapchat. These are the people that know me. Strangers on YouTube watching me talk about music? But see, you, that, Blasphemy. Yeah. That whole little, you got the persona mm, already. You got the persona. Like, now yeah. I wanna go, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. So I'm gonna go for <laughs> you on YouTube. I appreciate that. So, August 10th, 2016 was the first uh, YouTube video I posted officially. And it was uh, the Two Chains mixtape. Uh, uh, Daniel son Necklace Dawn, I believe. Ooh. And it was cool. It was cool. I liked it at the time, but, you know, I was getting my feet into the YouTube world because um, another incident that happened before it where I was like, damn, my mom might be right. I went to a party. Shout out my boy Noah. What was your YouTube called again? The Tune Up. Uh, T-U-N-E-U-P. There should be a picture of me uh, with a blue sky behind me. Shout out Andy. Andy Kim did my uh, artwork for YouTube. He was really inspired by coloring book and nothing was the same and kind of blended that for me. So shout out Andy. I love Andy. Um, okay, 12K followers, that's you, bro. Man, man. Okay, okay. A- again, again. Shout out Mama, you were right. Um, I went to a party, and this was before I posted that, that video. I went to a party and Rico had just dropped. And my boy Noah came up to me. He was like, bro, have you heard Rico, Meek, and Drake? And I was like, no, I haven't. He was like, bro, can you listen to it? 
I was like, bro, we we had a function. Like, what you talking about? He's like, no, no, I want to watch you listen to it. Ah, uh, and give like a live reaction to it. I said, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I guess. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll meet you there. Get the I, ready. <laughs> no, thanks, but I'm, I'm leaving. No, so he had headphones for me ready and everything. And I was like, all right, let me check it out. And you know, always new women got to keep a balance. Mm, boom. The girl of your dreams to me is probably not challenged. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Again, I really loved what Drake had to say on there. The whole persona of the song was really Drake on there. And I like what Meek said on there too, but I was there for Drake. And so I Everybody told him. Pretty much. <laughs> You should, you should, the, feature, the way the way you dropping an album and there's a Drake feature, everybody's there. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you when push it, when pussy, when 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 power, what's it called? P power. P power. I was like, Bro, what the fuck? Like, what is the, like everybody was. I don't even, they, then the the album, the the song didn't leak. Be, I mean, didn't drop because of the the girl moaning. That was yeah. a sample that they mm. didn't clear. It took like three fucking days for them to clear that shit, and then it finally came back. I was like, I had to find it on SoundCloud. On, on, yeah, on, it did leak. It on leaked. SoundCloud, yeah. and I sent it to you guys. Remember? Mm-hmm. But it's not different on YouTube too. But it's funny because yeah. Enzo always says he's like if. Drake is featured in it. That's a Drake song. Done yeah. deal. That's what he's... Look alive. I, I remember... Uh, we Off were ta- the top. We talked about that when we were listening to Solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, Drake's featured? Oh, it's a Drake song. It's a Drake song. <laughs> Literally, people people will request Look Alive by Drake. That's a Black Boy JB song. Yeah. <laughs> nah. 901, Shall We Drive, Look Alive, Look Alive. Once he has it, once he takes your hook over, it's over. It's Done deal. Yeah. Even people say, yo, play Drake going bad. And I'm like, damn, Meek did his thing on that record. But... <laughs> All right. Hey, that's his album, sir. That's his album. <laughs> that's crazy. So man. Noah watched me listen to Rico, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. Drake really went in. He was like, cool, bro. That's exactly what I wanted. You have a good night. And I was like, All right, Noah, see you. Soon as Noah left, I was like, All right, my mom might be right. Maybe, maybe. Somebody might look at my channel and be like, all right, he's cool. So about six years later, we got about 12,000 subscribers on there, about 1.6 million views on there. And you getting a check cut already from that? Yeah, it's it's not great money, but hey, bro, this is something you just did from listening okay. to that's, your mom. That's, that's, that's what I'm fun. saying. Hey, what the fuck? That's what I'm, it's like, still fun. Still fun. Exactly. I ain't mad at you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna have to pick your brain because I've been thinking about getting on a YouTube space and like, I just don't know what, but. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'd be sick to like. You literally. I'm a barber, so I might just be barbering, doing some shit on there. Bro, now, literally, just film it, cut up the footage. If you want to put like any testimonials in there, literally, any. Uh, usually, when people ask me like, "Oh, what should I do for YouTube?" Whatever you're interested in. Yep. I literally talk There's about music. There's always a niche for everything. Literally, yeah. I talk about music, movies, anime, whatever I'm Bro, into. I follow. Ooh. I follow a girl on on YouTube that builds gu- on Gundams. I follow. Oh my god. I follow, god. I, I follow yes. this dude. I'm subscribed to this dude that fix Hot Wheels and makes them like lowrider little Hot Wheels. Like, bro. Yes, sir. And I'm like, how the fuck are you making this shit so little with like little, like tools is tiny, bro. Yes, sir. But he modifies them. Like, he'll cut them, add wheels to that shit. Now it's like a fucking four by four truck, but it was like a, a little Hot Wheel with two, <laughs> with four wheels. Now he added like eight wheels on that shit. Like, bro, YouTube oh, is ask, wild. Because yeah. you said anime. Yeah. What do you watch? What, what do you watch? Man. Are you? I didn't know you was into anime. Hey, bruh, yes, sir. Bruh. So it started with Dragon Ball, obviously. Everybody, yo. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Uh, I like a lot of the classics. Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, Blue Gender, Blue Exorcist, 
Um, See, you're you're an, you're on an anime. You know it. Anime. Oh man, uh, it sucks that Blue Exorcist didn't continue. I know. All I know is Dragon Ball Z, Gundam, Gundam Wing, so, uh, Inuyasha. What's, what's that girl's name? Um, Naruto. Nah, what's that girl? Sailor Moon. Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Yeah. Um, classic, classic. Yeah, Some of the new stuff I like though: uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia. Jujutsu Kaisen. All right, so what, yeah. what do you guys storm. recommend? That I, I'm not into Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, Slayer is fire. Ooh. Demon Slayer is fire. Are you watching the Attack on Titan yes. finale? Yes. Oh yes. my god. See, when, on... when Manny starts talking like this, I'm, I, I feel like I need to watch this. <laughs> his <laughs> listen, eyes roll back. His listen. eyes roll back. Like, start with uh, Attack on Titan, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attack on Titan's fire. I've been trying to recommend this to your brother. I already recommend. Recommended to one of my friends that's a friend with him, and he started like he binge watched it all. And I've been <laughs> yeah, trying to tell anime, Maury, like, what? watch what? Attack on Titan is the first season's what's on what? Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks no. like the type of guy that watched that show too. Attack on Titans Fire. I really love My Hero Academia. The I reason love... I recommend Attack on Titans is because they don't have the usual anime tropes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very okay. adult. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, it what's, the, of, what's the usual animal trope? Like, a lot of filler. <laughs> yeah, like either a lot of filler or like they have a lot of because you also got to remember that this is meant for Japanese audience. So there's a lot of things that are very like cultural or like they do a lot of like kind of weird things that you're not used to because mm-hmm. we're American. Yeah, because we're right, American. Right, right, right. So Attack on Titan is very adultish all the way. Like it's an adult dark show, but it's just it's a commentary on. Life, okay. it's a comic. Like, question. You just Yo, gotta watch him. Is, is, is Bob Burgers anime? No, it's not. No, why not? That's it's like not. Fox comedy, but yeah, yeah. because it's but it's I, an animation, but right. it's not anime. It's anime only Japanese. Yes. Correct, correct. There's yeah. English dubs. That's how they bring it to to people that don't want to watch with subtitles. Yeah, but the correct way to watch it is it with the subtitles. Subs. Gotta watch it with subs. Yeah. I watch anything in its original form, bro. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You guys watch anime and you're talking about I watch it in Japanese. Not, 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 and I read it the whole time, yeah. Not, not, me, not entirely, not entirely. That's if for it's, me. I understand Spanish, so I'll do that. There's, like. There are some There are some that have bad English dubs that you have yeah. to watch with the Japanese sub. It's just better to watch sub. that, okay. Yeah. It's just for me, any anything. It doesn't It doesn't even have to be anime, bro. Like, yeah. anything, I prefer to watch it in its original language. Yeah. Because I feel like the audio's off, the timing's <laughs> off, like, my it. ears will, bro, will be like, this when, is dubbed. When this motherfucker made me watch um Suicide, what's that shit called? Suicide which Squad. Um, what's that, what Suicide you? Squad? Nah, what's no, that? Which one? That fucking Netflix show where people were dying and it was oh, like Squid Game. Games. Oh, Squid Games. Oh, Squid I watch Game. them, I, but I put it, I put it to him in Korean, and I was like, oh. watch the subtitles, right? Because I watch anything. And then, nah, you, and then we watched it the next time in regular, in like English. Yeah. Oh, that shit was horrible. That it, girl's voice was horrible. It don't hit the same. <laughs> I hate it. I couldn't watch that shit because yeah. of her voice. You gotta, bro. you gotta watch Squid Game in, in its it, original exactly. format because it's, it's way for better. me anything, anything. I have to watch yeah, it in its just original. The I will say the, even when they say oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. the only thing that really really only hits for me with dub is dbz because i grew up on it bro like four year old me was like yo goku is the great exactly and i didn't know you didn't know the difference right but then you watch it and then you're like oh there's a huge difference yeah exactly so damn even dragon ball z if i watch it like that i'll be fucking tripping i would i would recommend the dub to get the epicness of why it's so legendary for people and then you can like you know make your make make your own inference with it because hearing goku go super saiyan for the first time i'm not a big fan of the japanese dub version the English dub version that was on Toonami, if you you know if you grew up sure, with Cartoon Network, yeah. yep. the English dub version after Krillin died. Spoiler: If you haven't watched Dragon Ball Z, 
after Krillin they dies. You should know by now. Yeah, you should. I mean, <laughs> if you don't, you're living in a Death and Krillin, they just, they, they, that's a relationship right there. Krillin's always gonna die, unfortunately. I love you though, Krillin. Uh, but after he loses Krillin, after, you know, fighting this unbeatable enemy and losing his best friend and just losing it, him going Super Saiyan for the first time, it was one of the greatest moments of my childhood. And almost was- almost as great as the first time I watched the animated series of Batman. So, Speaking oh, about bro. that... Is I, that animated? No, no, Batman's not anime. That's, that, yeah, that's, that's just animation. See, those are animations, that's but that's me, not... That's anime, bro. That's American nah. anime. Yeah, we're going to make a movement for that, Enzo. Difference. Yeah. But my, my question yeah. is... Um, yeah, yeah. Just to end it with this, we're going to end the pod with this question right got here. Got you, got you, bro. You saw he Batman said, three more seven hours, times? Bro. Seven times, yes. <laughs> Hold up, what? Seven times. You I saw Batman seven the times. The newest one. Seven times. So Damn. explain to so me. How many hours is that? Let me see. Twenty-one. Multiply Twenty-one. Yeah. Bam. You almost there a whole day. So it's worth it. Explain. Uh, explain this to me. Why you've gone seven much. times? Mm-hmm. And if there's been another movie that you've watched as many times in theaters, because this is in theaters. Mm-hmm. So give yeah. me your, your your breakdown on Batman and why you like it so much. First, man. All right, so hold up, another question before you. I'm gonna throw this question into. Got you, got you. Let him let him answer the first no, question. No, answer bro. this one too. Out of all these, out of all the Batman's, which is this one? Oh, Rob that's is, a Rob is it. Rob is it. One hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'll fight anybody on that. Like what? Over the Dark Knight, right? I need to listen, watch it again, and I, I listen, might stand with him on this. Though. We gonna get into this because uh, I might stand on him on with this because I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna let you know right now. As much as I love Spidey, as much as I love Dragon Ball, Batman has always been my number one. Like I, I am, I am a nerd for Batman, bro. I didn't played all the Arkham games, all four of them. Oh, that's them. what it reminded me. This movie reminded me of all the Arkham yeah, games. Yeah, because the game, I used to play it on the, PC. The game is very yeah. detective, like yeah. you gotta be very. De- and that's 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 the thing. Even with Riddler in the game, it's very exactly. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what this movie touched on. Oh my bad. More than any of the others. Good. They showed him as a detective, the world's greatest detective at that. He's young. He's his. Uh, he's two years into being Batman. That's the other thing I like. You skip the intro. I don't need the origin story. We already know. Let's get straight to the point. We already know what happened yeah. to Thomas and Martha. We already know about you know Alfred. You know being entrusted to him. We know about all that already. Let's let's see the struggle. Let's see him become who we know him Ascend to be. Ascend to become Batman. Exactly. The so Batman. I thought that's buff Batman. Uh. To answer your question, Rob, out of all of them, I'm riding for Rob. And then answer your question, why do I love it so much? Just to piggyback off of what I was saying with the narrative of it, this really showcases why Batman is great without him being upstaged. The only the only takeaway I have from The Dark Knight, I love The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight was my favorite movie of all time until this movie. My biggest takeaway for The Dark Knight is he got upstaged by Heath Ledger. By Joe, yeah, rest in Joker. peace. Yeah. Rest in peace to that man. Phenomenal performance, classic. Because performance. we know if if there would have been a third movie, like oh, he would have yeah. been there one hundred percent. He would have taken over that room. And there's a whole controversy with the Dark Knight Rises, with the way that it ended, the way that it was written. There's a whole bunch of controversy with the third movie, but the Dark Knight itself was just a what, phenomenal film. Yeah, there's this. It wasn't the greatest. This discourse yeah. on it, like a lot of people prefer Batman Begins over. The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, definitely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, I'm I'm part of those people. Yeah. But, you know, you have the... The first two of that trilogy man, are the best. Man. There's a lot of yeah. plot holes. Yeah. yeah a bunch one, of plot yeah, holes. Exactly. One, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, you want this grand ending and this grand send-off. Yeah. And they almost did it. 
Like it was it was good, but to follow the Dark Knight is just that's a tough act to follow. And then you also leave uh, Joseph Levitt Hewitt just yeah. out there, like randomly. Yeah, like that he could become you know Robin. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people have mm. opinions on that. So, mm. but I I I personally put the Batman well, seven times. Why seven times, man? I'll I'll get to why seven times, but. The the main reason why I love it and the main reason why I now put it over The Dark Knight is because this movie really, really showcases every aspect of Batman without it being merged with a different storyline. Like, the Riddler gets his screen time. Catwoman gets her screen time. You do see Penguin. You see the relationship with Jim Gordon. Matt Reeves really, really and truly understood Batman. And you get to see that play out. Two hours and fifty-seven minutes. Yeah, it's a long-ass movie, but if you're if you're like me and you want to invest in why people clamor to go see Batman and what is so great about Batman, this is the purest way to 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 really really get that in the fullest way. There's very little details that they touched on that really make the movie hit for me. I, w- I won't spoil too much, but there's little cues like when thugs are looking off into dark corners. Thinking mm-hmm. that he's in there, the shadows. That's, yeah, that's Batman. Mm-hmm. That's Batman. He moves. That's part of the game too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got to use fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, there's um, there's an element of how fast he moves throughout the movie, and I'm not talking about like in scenes when he's like looking at crime scenes and stuff. Um, there will be a scene where he's Bruce, and the next he's in his suit. That brought me back to watching the animated series. You're talking about like when he's in his motorcycle stalking um, Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, when that? when no, we're not even there. Um, like uh, the scene where uh, he visits uh, Alfred and he sees the bat signal in the sky. The next scene, he's already suited up. That for me is like watching the animated series. Yeah. So it's the little things that they touched upon. That really hit home for me in the for biggest me way. For me too, I like the uniqueness of what the technology, mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. they change the technology yeah. for him. Yeah, where it's separate from the other Batman's prior to him, mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's its own unique thing. Yeah, I liked I liked the Corvette Stingray he pulled up. Oh in my god! Yeah. yeah, that was more believable like, Batmobile. One hundred percent. Not only that, because it just felt like it was a more of a. a he wasn't indulging in his riches. Yeah. You're talking about when he pulls up to the church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's another thing I love too. That was my favorite scene. Like by the he way. wasn't that a spoiled was a brat, absolutely. rich yeah. guy. He was more right. like, I'm gonna be low key in a stingray. Yeah, because like, again, I think what people forgot about watching the movie was one, he's two years in to being Batman, but he's still dealing with the loss. The trauma of his, is never enough, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't really become billionaire Bruce Wayne playboy until like I don't know ten years. Where, into where it. can I find that? Um, that that HBO Max. Yeah, it'll be that animated one. It'll be on HBO Max in like a month. No, no, no. I'm talking about the animated one. HBO. Oh yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Animated series. All the Batman series there. Yeah. Pretty much anything Batman is. Batman Beyond. Batman. Batman Beyond is so fire. Batman the Brave and the Bold. That's a spinoff they need to make. Batman Beyond. If we get a Batman Beyond movie. I'm gonna I, see that I, twelve times. Yeah, <laughs> but they got to do it right, like you're saying. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because directed, um, Matt Reeves directed this one. You think he would do a good one, Matt? Matt uh, I definitely, I definitely do. Um, well, Schneider, you think you'd be? Ooh. What if Christopher Nolan does it? 
Or what about the guy? The thing from is that the thing is that all those all those things, Avatar. all those things don't James even matter. Cameron. It's just you have to get the right cast. Mm, you, yeah, you need a you need a you need an old Bruce Wayne. Right. For Batman Beyond? Yeah. He's yeah. You know who? Well, Michael Keegan can play him. Well, he's actually going to be in the Flash movie as Batman. So He could play an old Batman, bro. You'll get that. It's it's interesting you bring up Snyder because that's another reason why the Batman hits so hard for me is because I'm I'm a DC fan through and through. Like, I'm team DC to the death. And we live in a very MCU-oriented world, which is perfectly fine if you Just prefer. Just because the mouse took over, man. Well, yeah. Nah, <laughs> but, yeah man. but you got to yeah. take it back. Think about when the MCU started. Absolutely. It, it started right, right after the Dark, the Dark Knight. Knight. The exactly. Dark Knight was what made the MCU. Yeah, MCU Absolutely. Spawned, yeah. Absolutely. Marvel was like, all right, look, we just had a flop with Spider-Man 3, which is, I will... And, and they also had a flop with... Uh, oh, no, Spider-Man 3 was a flop? Uh, what's She's it talking about Fantastic Toby Four. He's talking oh. about Tobey Maguire. Yeah, oh, Fantastic Four was also a flop Ooh, during that time. The yeah. Hulk was also a flop during that time. Oh, that one dude with the, Eric Banner. Yeah. yeah. Marvel it, was on a string of disappointments because the Ghost Rider movies didn't yeah. really hit. Oh, Ghost Rider. Nicholas Cage yeah. should have never done Ghost Rider, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was more like a oh, let's grab a big name and put him yeah. in the suit. Like, and yeah, see. They, that's that's kind of how I felt about. That's what Marvel does though. It, Marvel's only the one get... that saved Marvel was Blade, bro. Yeah, for a while that, yeah, that the... pushed them. Blade trilogy was... was making it, and then we had the Spider Man trilogy. Yeah. But but the also Blade... X Men. Yes, we did have the X Men trilogy as but well. This is the thing also that Blade was such a like it was like where the fuck did this come from? Mm-hmm. Like it was not it wasn't so common that everybody knew who Blade was. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you really had to know comics to right. know. Who Blade but at the was. same time, like Blade had a lot of gore to it and all that stuff. Yeah, so it, was also, it was more adult. more adult. That uh-huh. too, but it was also in this era of like vampires. Yeah. Where like like um the the Tom Cruise movie that he did, the night di- Diary of a Vampire, all that those movies right. were around Diaries that same era. Around yeah, that yeah. era, you know, where mm-hmm. they were just that was making a crazy film too. Yeah. Buffy so, the vampire slayer. You're right though, like the Dark Knight was so good that Marvel had to step it, it response, up. response, yeah. They were they they had their Iron Man, and right, then, right. And then DC dropped the ball. Well, pff, but you man. see, that's the thing where it's crazy that that I feel Marvel took a chance with with Iron Man because they of, did. Well, who who he was before Iron Man? But that's right. the thing again. It's, you know it's about saying? the like, casting of who they absolutely. chose. Because Robert Downey Jr. But that's what I'm saying. Him, he embodied him, but he had a beca- he had to go through everything he went through to then be like, all right. You know, and they took a hell of a chance to let Robert. They you did, know? but that's 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 another. But thing. even then, look, the thing about Robert Downey Jr. is that regardless of what his things were off, like camera, yeah, uh, yeah, he was already an incredible actor. Yeah, but it was also something where and it was like he was getting to that. You know, the dude from Scarface, Marlon Brandon, he was getting yeah, to that yeah, yeah, level yeah. where it's like he's so out there that it's affecting his work. Right, that right. he's that difficult to work with, bro. No, yeah, I mean that's that's the main reason Edward Norton didn't make it to the MCU. Like his his Incredible He's, Hulk oh, film was dude. there, and then yeah. when they, when the Avengers another came dude out, that when you're they're making um, all the stuff that I read on Edward and Norton, and it's funny that they kept it as like canon part, part of, the, of it, part of the universe. But like right. we just changed the actor, right? Yeah, it's because he. He was he's such a creative himself as mm-hmm. an actor that he mm-hmm. wanted input. I right. want no, let, let's try this. And like they didn't want to give it to and him. And he was like, I don't want to be known for superhero movies. And to me, I was just like, Oh, so you don't want a recurring bag. Right. Like And now look at him. Exactly. And it's like, bro, like your and career. To me, he's a dope ass actor. He yeah. bro, fight club. Mm-hmm. You are an established actor, yeah. bro. 
Like, Why? You, like, you had too much pride to, and to do some fantasy stuff? And like, it's crazy now how, like, you're seeing how many of these big-name actors are lining up to and be in these movies he could have had residuals on Absolutely. his image for all those toys, bro. Absolutely, bro. No, I don't so, know. I don't, do they get residuals on those toys? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's their likeness. Yeah, um, bro. But I, but I say all of that to say, like, you're 100% right. Like, you know... I, I, I won't go in too much into it because I know you're trying to wrap up, but... No, cool. we're, we're going into it. No, we're, this is the last segment. segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let me let me not ramble, but... No, we um, Spider-Man 3 came out on my birthday in 2007, right? So I have very personal beef with this movie. Um, you're like, shitty-ass movie. What bro, I invited all my homies to go see Why this movie, right? <laughs> bro, I invited all my homies to go see this shit, right? This is I the was one like, who was emo, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit. He's After fucking Major, dancing. And he's like... Yeah. <laughs> Finger guns and dry humping the air to that fucking fever song. I was like, what the fuck is this movie, bro? You can see it gets me out of character. What happened to him? What? Wait, what happened to Toby Mc... Both of you. Both of you. Toby McGraw and you. You just got out of character. <laughs> you know, I had some symbiote on the way. Exactly. No, um, so... Hold on, like, well, how'd you feel about Venom, then? Venom was good. What about two? Good. Let's finish with the with the Spider Man three rap. Though. I got you. I got this you. I got you. Always on some bullshit. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to Venom in just a second. Anyways, Spider Man three came out on my birthday. Invited all my friends to go and see it. Movie sucked. I got roasted for a whole week about Man, it. Man, that's all I figured we had to know. Anyway. And I, was, <laughs> I was just like, I didn't know it was gonna be bad, guys. I'm sorry. They're like, Nah, G, that was the worst shit ever. Why would you invite us to that? That was some and then bullshit. And you're like, This is why I don't rep MCU. Exactly. You know, bro. this is why I'm a DC guy. That, that was my villain origin story. So was it right just? There. So was it just the dark? The dark when he gets the symbiote in here was that the one that the part that killed it? Not really. Or was it the three villains? No. I need to watch Spider Man three again to. Rem- I don't remember. Nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. How, that's how weak those. I I scrapped that shit from memory so quick, bro. That's how weak that shit was. For me, it's yeah. only the the first one. The first the one's the best one. one. Yeah. The second the one is my. Favorite. I don't even like this the new Spider Man. Would they have all the three guys coming? That shit was weak to me, bro. Really very corny, bro. Interesting. You're, you're just pulling a. You're pulling on this thing where you're just. But like I said, they were just trying to wrap it up because they got to give Spider Man back, back to Sony. Exactly, that's interesting. And then, and then, I don't think it's really like that. I think so. Um, I, they're setting I up. It. They're setting up the next phase of what Marvel absolutely, is. Absolutely. That's that's always what Marvel's yeah. doing. They're looking ahead. It's not just with the movies well, they and that build moment. Carnage. That's why you got that little part uh, at the end. It's not Carnage. Man. That's Venom, bro. That's Venom being brought into the MCU. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen No Way Home. Yeah. Um. Kinda yeah. Sucks. I mean, for for me. Spider-Man 3 really tainted the trilogy for me. And I know everybody is like, oh. We're talking about the other one, right? Yeah, yeah. Back then. Uh, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Toby. I love Toby. Sam Raimi's, yeah. Yes, exactly. And that that also tainted Sam Raimi for me, too. Everybody's hyped over Doctor Strange 2 being directed by uh, Sam Raimi. I'm like, He dropped the ball back then, buddy. Okay. And I get it. Like, he's done incredible things. It's just, I need to be one back over. But you also, have you heard about the story about what happened in that movie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Sam Raimi was trying to go a different direction in that movie. He was. And the studios were like, they wanted to make it a big thing and all that stuff. So they introduced the the three villains. Exactly. And he made Overkill. Yeah. So I think if they would have gone with his original plan, would have been 10 times better. Way better. Which was? I can't think about off the top of my head. He didn't didn't want to cram it with three villains. Yeah. He wanted to mainly focus on Venom. Like he really wanted to build that up. I also heard he also wanted to do Mysterio. He did, yes. And I I feel like he could have, you know, had some Easter eggs towards that. But again, Sony meddled. And let me build on that real quick too. Um, 
with with you guys are making me want to watch all these YouTube channels. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, telling oh, you, bro. Oh, all these shout out to No Rock Stars. Yeah, exactly. Sagan. Shout out to No Rock Stars. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. What killed Spider Man Three for me more so than all the emo stuff? Really, just how horrible the pacing was in the movie, and it shifts around way too much. Yeah, and the acting, they, and it the just, character it, development is so it bad. Wasn't there? It wasn't it was there. So and the three? Act, yeah, yeah, this is three, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, um, the acting in it just wasn't Wee. for me either. <laughs> yeah, like the the scene where he breaks up with Mary Jane, my theater was cracking up. Like we were laughing at that shit. <laughs> it was. Cool. He was like, "You don't have to do this, Mary Jane," and people were just cracking up. So it's because Toby. Yeah, his 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 performance was even was corny though. in the new in the new one too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I liked him though, bro. I, too, bro. Yeah, I liked square him. to me, bro. It's like the squarest Spider Man I've but, ever but seen. But see, another hot take. Tom see, Holland is the best Spider Man. For ever, me, bro. I liked and- Andrew Garfield. That's where we at. That's where Andrew we at. Andrew Garfield had the comic yeah. side. Of I don't him. like that because to me it was like you're trying because to be like Because that's Iron how he's Man. in the no. no yeah, that's how he's in the comics. That's exactly how he is in the comics. The and the thing is, the thing is. Uh, the he thing had, is, to me, that dude embodied Spider-Man. No, bro. Andrew, Andrew is Andrew the Spider-Man. Garfield, the really? thing about him is that he just Tom got Holland. he got bad like, again studio interference. Yeah, exactly, bad studio. But him as a Spider-Man, though, especially the first one. The first one, one was a oh, shit. He has the amazing oh Spider-Man, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was so... And I, I loved him with Emma Stone. Him Emma and Emma Stone. Stone. And oh. see, that was the other thing. The chemistry is what made those movies exactly. great. It's okay. always I'm the casting. I'm going to have to rewatch it again. I'm going to have to rewatch it's it It's always the casting, really. No, no, no. But I, I say that to say... Miles Morales is going to be the best Spider-Man. Though. Absolutely. Oh, no. The, anime, the animated version still, of that. Casting. Who are they going to get? Yeah, that's They're not getting on Jaden Smith for that shit. I love Jaden. I just... I can't see him as Miles because me neither. Miles is is Afro Latino, you know. He like, Dominican. He's Dominican. He's gotta be exactly. Boricua, bro. No, like, he's Dominican. Bro. I can't. I can't see a light skinned brother playing Miles Morales. Like he has to have. If you play the game, he's Dominican. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. Andrew Man, who should play him. I have no idea. Yeah, we gotta yeah. think of someone from Santo Domingo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they can't pick somebody that's like that doesn't have the accent that you're. Yeah, like, he's gotta mm-hmm. be from La Isla, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Uh, no, no, but yeah, I'm sure I, there's some bomb actors out there, bro. It's it's funny that you mentioned the comics though, because the yeah. way that the way that MCU Iron Man is is nothing like how he is in the comics. No, in the comics serious. he doesn't even re- he doesn't even reveal that he's Iron Man exactly, that he, that and he's way more serious. conceited and yeah. way more you know like there's things that he does in the comics that I'm like Tony, yeah, that that's Tony, but MCU. Would not See, have you another that. one that embodied the comic book, and even though it's out of the MCU, is Ryan Reynolds. With Deadpool. Oh, one hundred percent. Deadpool is exactly like that. Mm-hmm. The way he did those movies, you're like, this is Deadpool he's breaking the be, fourth wall, speaking yeah. to all of those different voices in his head, being as outlandish as he is. They're saying he's gonna be in Doctor Deadpool. Strange. He, I mean, you know, the problem with Marvel now is that everybody looks for the leaks and they find the leaks. So. There's not but a it's lot also of... also they leave a lot of Easter eggs for they you do. to find this They shit. do. Like, Professor X is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Deadpool is in the How movie. How the fuck are they putting Fantastic X-Men in this Four. movie? Well, because... bringing the whole... Again. They, yo, they, got, they bought Fox. Yeah, the, the, the mouse owns Fox now, so... Yeah. Now, if you the go to mouse just... bought Fox, so now they got access to Fantastic Four. But my question is, which was, was for that me, that Marvel was one of the biggest DC? villains, bro. Mm-hmm. Like Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is one of the biggest villains for the Wait, Avengers. What you say? Oh, that, that's, that's Marvel, right? Yeah. Yes, it's oh, Marvel. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I ain't, I ain't a nerd like. No, because I, I, I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm learning this shit as I went. He's bro. learning as we're talking He's about. He's getting inspired. Because you said Marvel or what? Or DC? 
Bro, oh, DC all day. Yeah. No, no, no. He's asking which one are we talking about? Oh, talking oh about right Bro, now we're Because yeah. when you tell me, oh, Sony owes Spider-Man, Fox, oh, I'm like, no, no, that's yeah. just confusing so, right. to somebody no, 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 that no, no, I don't no, know. No, like, so they, Spider-Man was never sold to, to the mouse. Right. They borrowed him. They leased them just see? for the MCU. See how confusing that could be for somebody that doesn't know yeah. these yeah, little details, no. my yeah. boy? Yeah, and the reason is because there's a and time... They, and right now they just gave him back. There's the a time where Marvel was losing, was bankrupt, basically. So they had to sell X-Men they had to sell Deadpool. They had to sell they their properties. A lot yeah. of their properties. Also Monopoly shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And that's why they don't have those rights. But even with, with Spider-Man, like, they're going to bring back... They're talking about Andrew Garfield's going to have his... Hell his yeah. Bring, bring back him I'll, back. I'll see, see that if I'm 15 lost, times. You see, if, if I'm lost... The the the, the, silent, GP, yeah. the silent man in the room is definitely <laughs> lost. Spider, how you doing over here with all this information? Bro? How you doing? I'm... Just trying to follow up. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? I'm just asking questions because I know Biden's like, what the fuck's going on, bro? Are you doing good well, though, too, bro? Like, I, I know, I know we haven't heard you too much, but are you, are you good? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I love yeah, it. Man. I love it. That's, no, that's that. No, but it's it's funny that you bring that up too because there was a moment in time after uh, Far From Home came out, which is the second Tom Holland movie, that <laughs> they were going to take Thank him out you. of the MCU movie. <laughs> Uh, they they were gonna take him out of yeah. the MCU, yeah. They had a they had to f- negotiate with Sony again mm-hmm. to do this third one. Oh yeah, I remember. Mind I remember, you, this I was remember. this was right after the movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. I remember that. And then you know, because tr- Sony was mad that like Marvel was making it such a big hit. Yeah, because yeah. again, well, a they lot could milk the cow too. They wanted to milk the cow. They well, were like yo, it's my fucking guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, they, well, he had already came out in three movies. He already came out in Civil yes, War. Yep. He came out in his two. So, so in a sense, the contract had expired. The contract was full. Yeah, and so they were like, "All right, well, now we're gonna take him back," and they were gonna take him out the MCU after and, Civil War. I but they did that. smart after look, after uh, uh, Endgame and Far From Home. Oh, the, okay, the smart yeah. and he came out in Endgame too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the crazy thing is that um, and Infinity War, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing. So it's fucking. That was five, five movies, movies, I believe. Bro. Yeah. The crazy. Yeah. Cut the check for sure, bro. They oh, one hundred, one hundred. The crazy thing that's is probably that, how Venom um, was funded. Yeah, probably. That, well, that's what I was about to say. When they cut the deal for this third movie, he's like, oh, "If we're gonna g- throw the bag at you, let me get the other Spider Mans mm-hmm. and Venom." Yeah. Who told so, him that? Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel. That's why they got all three Spider Man mm-hmm. and Venom to come out. Of this that was the because because yeah. all all the Spider Man franchises are heading to Disney Plus as well. So mm-hmm. if you are trying to catch up on them, I don't know when they're going to be on Disney Plus. But if you are trying to rewatch Andrew's two movies, Toby's three movies, to understand everything, if well, you want to do Spider-Man's all that, already been on Disney Plus for a while now. The the cartoon is, but not okay. the movies. Unfortunately, X Men was on there as well. Yeah, yeah, X Men just got added. I can't wait till they restart the animated version of X Men again. Yes, I think it's coming out later this year. Yes, that's gonna be the shit. One hundred percent. Yeah, nineties version. They're starting that shit back. Saturday cartoons. That shit right there, bro. And see, that's that's another reason why you know me as a DC fan, it's 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 slim pickings out here because. Like you were mentioning big names for, for movies. That's what I felt like the Snyderverse was. And I know, you know, people ben might Affleck. be people might be mad at that, but like a four hour listen. I like HBO one, release. Listen. I, like I don't feel like Zack Snyder understands DC. At least for what I love DC for. When I saw Justice League in theaters, Trish. I was hurt. But I feel like um, well, hold up. And I know, I know he didn't do the theatrical release. Nobody eat me up in the comments for that. Hold on, hold on. I hold know up. he didn't do the theatrical release. That's Joss Whedon. The Snyder cut was good, but it didn't. It didn't stay. Suffice, it didn't yeah. stay. Yeah. It, it didn't suffice. Exactly. I loved the ending, and I loved getting to see his original but vision. Also, but it's also the source that they were going right, with. Because since right. you know about DC, it's like 
they weren't doing the jolly original characters. They're no. going off the base the new comics, which are more darker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's more philosophical and everything to it. Yeah. That's why you have Superman killing people, which never would have happened in the old comics. Never. But you have this in the in, in the new ones. You got ones. Batman killing people. Exactly. That's his number one yeah. rule. And he's over here blowing people up in cars, throwing crates at people's yeah. heads. And the I new was wa- comics are, are different. I when I left Batman versus Superman for the first time, Bro, admittedly, I was that like, movie sucked. I was like, yo, this is great. Nah, I sucked. I was I was blinded by the hype. I really yeah. was riding for my team. And, then, I and, and, and there's a there's times. a there's a lot of like Christianity. Yeah. Or like, like he's Christian. They, they, he's, he's Jesus basically. Yeah. They kind of built Superman up to be Jesus. Yeah. And I know that rubbed a lot of people the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. They have a lot of imagery where like it's like oh. he's the fallen. There's the crosses. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. him going to the grave and he's going to be risen again. Right. There, there's a lot. And then there's also the philosophical idea of like evil versus good. And yeah. you have that going on. And I'm just and like, see, and for me, I, I, like when I was watching all this, I was like, bro, really? Like yeah. in my head, I'm like, I come to be entertained. Like I could have just talked to someone. Also, about <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was not good casting. Oh, I love bro. Jesse Eisenberg, but I did not oh, like his Lex Luthor. That guy's the Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Social network. <laughs> yeah, if you would have so met Facebook, <laughs> you would have invented Facebook. I'm like, that's oh, Lex bro, Luthor. That's spot on, bro. That's yeah. real shit. Yeah. Every time I saw him come that. out with Lex I also Luthor, used I would to think act. about that line. I also used to act. I used to do a lot of commercials as a kid, so that's kind of where that comes from. But that's crazy. Yeah, when I... I could definitely see you as an actor, though. I appreciate that. I, I did a lot of theater as a kid, like... We did like musicals and I was tripping out and I was going through the, the through your videos and the, and the, one of them said so I went to watch Hamilton and I was like oh, I can't oh. wait to watch this <laughs> real quick tidbit on that so I'm very honest I'm very <laughs> off the cuff Are you gonna rip it on it, Miranda listen 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 Lin Manuel I got in a lot of trouble and a lot of that's beef the guy who 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 made who Hamilton made Hamilton I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> you bring up the subject. <laughs> Because his, I just told you this is a thing on his list. And I was like, I'm going to watch this video. This guy's like, you've you never seen Hamilton? <laughs> you talking shit? No, go, go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. No. Just keep going. I mean, I'm a novice when it comes to movies I'm like shit. here like, yeah, Lin Mar- <laughs> Yeah, bro. Said his whole government name. He's like, who that? <laughs> no, no. So what had happened was. Crickets. You good. You good. You good. Crickets. What had happened you can was. watch it on Disney. Wee. Now I'm gonna watch his review on it. Whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. I got in a lot of trouble for that. So oh, I'm gonna give you one more view today. <laughs> what nah, ha- you just pushed me to the edge. What had happened was, uh, like I said, I'm very honest with everything, right? And I tell people straight up, like, you know, you're asking me to listen to something that I haven't been, you know, familiar with. I don't know what's going on. I'll do a little bit of research before the video, sure, but. I don't know about this. This is very off the cuff. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. Yeah. This is coming from somebody who doesn't like musicals. Like, I like Dreamgirls. I agree with you. I like Hairspray. I don't really like West Side Story because it's only, just... The only one I liked was Grease. Like, no. But that's Grease, because yeah. I grew up on that's that. That's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only what's musical the, the where I'm like... Girls? The recent one with the girls. The recent one with who? With all the girls, they're like uh, uh, I forget what the it's cats? called. No, no, no. It's a oh, bunch of that was bad. It's a cats, bunch of girls cats. that they're doing the they're doing a musical throughout the they're all friends. I forget what they're called. Oh, in high school. 
No, 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 no. You're talking about uh, Pitch Perfect? Pitch oh, Perfect. Yeah. Okay. That first movie one. was funny as fuck. The first one was oh, great. Yeah. Is that a musical? Anna Kendrick. Yeah. That's, that's, you say it was a musical, right? Ooh. Yes, yes. That was definitely classified yeah, as a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. That was yeah. funny. So, but that was, what? Funny, that was bro. comedy, though. It's yeah. comedy with funny, music. Yeah. yeah. That's another reason I'm why perfect, I don't know you yeah. guys anymore. <laughs> this, 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 we, we stepped into a realm no, that he doesn't up, know. That's why. I, I, we'll nah, we'll fill you in. We'll fill no, you no, in. No, no, it's because this is the side of the, oh, I'm tough. I don't watch that stuff type oh, stuff. No, bro. Just, that's I, that I did not watch. I did not, go to, I did not go and watch that shit for myself. I was with somebody <laughs> and I watched it. And I'm going to tell you, I enjoyed that hold shit. Hold up, hold up. That's why I'm going to say them my next line. Uh-huh. A man usually, like, when it's like some shit like a musical, it's like a man, oh, I don't watch. That's girl stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I mean, the other day I seen this shit that was like a Love Blind show on Netflix that I was like, Oh, Love is Blind. Yeah, yeah. Like, Blind. I've like, seen it. I was like, Let me give this a try. And then guess what? I heard you saw it. So yeah. I was like, hey, This motherfucker. <laughs> I, let me I give this a try. Yeah. Listen, Listen if, if they're giving it a chance, my wife was yeah. telling me like, Oh, Manny said this. So like, all right, bet. So if Manny said it was a good watch, I'm gonna try. And I, and I watched <laughs> it. So I was like, Now nah, you guys are saying about. Pitch perfect. I'm gonna try that shit with my girl. Make her day tonight. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey man, let's put this movie on. There. I gotta give you that. Let me see how many make cool points. Hey, yeah, bro. What you talking about? No, bro, no. You go so, Netflix and chill that shit out real good. You, know you ain't gonna watch no Pitch Perfect. What you talking about? I Throw say, I say all of that to say, while I was riding the wave of popularity, like when I was like really, really like yeah. seriously. Because everybody was listening to the tracks on yeah. Spotify. Right, 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 everything, right. Yeah. And so I, I was in like this apex of YouTube at the time. Shout out to the uh, the Twenty One Pilots fandom to click. We had beef for a while, but we good now. <laughs> not, I'll get into that. But um, there was a um, there was a, a segment I had called Suggestion Session. I still do it, but that's basically when like I ask my audience to like. What do you want? Yeah, do you want? Do you right, right, exactly. And they asked you to talk about Hamilton. So they asked me to listen to Hamilton. I said that's the play, right? And they're like, yes, but you have to listen to it. It's so good. It's gonna blow you away. It's gonna be the greatest thing you ever heard. I said, okay, let's. No, nah, they hyped the music. Let's let's take a pause right. real quick. This is a play. I feel like if I don't see the visual accompanying it, I'm not going to get the full effect. I'm not going to see what you guys are seeing. And I don't want this situation if I'm not as impressed as y'all were. And they were like, no, 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 I promise. The music is so good. The music is so great. You're going to love it. I said straight up. They're like, yes. I was like, all right. Just the music. The soundtrack alone, I think, was like 46 songs. God damn. So I yeah. had to I had to split that thing up. Oh, like the Snyder cut? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And I think I have like six tracks each. I think that, I think it's my second most popular video on my channel. I think it has like forty two thousand views because motherfuckers was oh, upset. so they just like that video. Yeah, you got traffic. Oh my god, bro. Hey, any, any it was people that it was somebody that came at me because I was working at Best Buy. They were like, I'm not gonna listen to the opinion of some fool who works at Best Buy talking about music. I was like, I make music too, bro. Like <laughs> I'm yeah, in the yeah, studio. Yeah. I'm in the studio just I as buy these their guys equipment, are. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, again, I said I don't like musicals. I said I stressed that like profoundly in the video, and I was like, I'm gonna let y'all know like, if I like this. If not, you know, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> and it was just songs in there where I was just like, no, absolutely not. It was just so. Theatric and for some people that hits. So you can, I can already imagine like somebody doing like a, a just think Disney, twirl. bro. Just think Disney. Like so you, you never even watched it. You just no, 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 no. no. That's that's what led up to it. So that's what he stated to them from the beginning. If I, I just I listened said, to it without 
visualizing what's happening. So then you are not gonna. It. Yeah. If I'm not seeing what's happening, I don't think I'm it gonna grasp match the same. I'm yeah. not gonna grasp the phenomenon that so it did is. Did you do a review when you watched it? Or? Yes, okay. yes. Parts one and two of that trilogy. Oh shit! There's three movies. There's, there's, no, 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 no. There's three videos that I made. It's oh. it's one it's one oh. thing, but oh, I had to shit. I had to split it up. Yeah. So he did two tracks. videos on so just the so tracks. So you really right. And then you did a third yes. video on the actual visual. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so right. so were, how did your opinion change when you watched this? So, so they thought you were yeah. shitting on it, huh? bro. In the same way not that shitting the, on defecating. On listen. <laughs> in the same way that the Twenty One Pilots fans. <laughs> Listen, 21 Pilots fans were at my head for like months. Who the fuck is 21 Pilots? <laughs> do not say that. Band, bro, they're a band, bro. They're a band. They're a band. They're a band. The yeah. band that Turn made the music? No, 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 no. This is a whole different band. No, different band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's just talking about the, a similar the, situation that happened. Yeah. Whenever you heard the song Stressed Out by them? Wish we could turn back time. Yeah. Oh, to the that's 21 Pilots. Yeah, so I got suggested to do... He's like, you've been out of hip-hop. I don't know who they are. <laughs> He's like, you uncultured stuff. Oh, my God. And over here, we're all like, yeah, we understand. <laughs> no, Bidon, no. Bidon, where you at, Bidon? <laughs> Ba-bow. No. Um, so they they suggested that I do the Vessel album from 21 Pilots. And I, I think that's like my third most popular video. Um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But again, it was my first listen. And so I had to turn the comments off of that video because, oh, oh, listen, it was positive, but it got really annoying that people went to this video like, you're not even listening to the lyrics. <laughs> and I was like... This fucking voice is dying. I'm telling you, bro. Bro, I'm telling you. Hey, he was on YouTube reading his... Oh, shit. I was like, oh, look at the comments. They're like, yo, I love this reaction. Oh, my gosh. This is so great to watch. Like, oh, my gosh. That was the first time that I heard Chase. Oh, my God. And then I get to this comment. You didn't even listen to the lyrics. Became Batman. These songs, they mean so much. And for you to just disregard them, listening to the music and not paying attention to the lyrics... How dare you? I was like, bruh. You uncultured mother. I was like, this is the first time I've ever listened to this album. I'm not going to get it on the first listen. So when that became like the consensus of the comments, I had to turn the comments off of that video. Bro. I was like, y'all not about to have hey, me out here like, like that. How many people are going to like this? this yeah. Because <laughs> I was just like, whoa, this is this is gaining traction. Because like the, the videos that started taking off on my channel were the reaction I did to Blonde when it came out, uh, Shrimp Life 2, I did a Britney Spears reaction. I got a lot of views. And then the 21 Pilots stuff Did you do took the off. reaction when Britney's like looking at the camera, looking all weird and shit? No. <laughs> and I didn't because, again, I told people. She's a wild girl now, bro. I, I told Man. people. I was like, listen, I, I love like one Britney album. Like, I respect Britney for the pop star that she is. She's like, iconic forever. But growing up, I was not rocking with it. Like, I was rocking to, like, you know, NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. Oh, basically. You know. It's my sister's fault why I like Britney. Yeah, Britney got classics. <laughs> yeah. Give me more? Yeah. Please. Oops, I did it again. Come on. Toxic. I'm a toxic. Exactly. Exactly. Like, come yeah. on, man. Woman so I told people straight up, yeah. I was like, listen, like, I like Britney, uh, but, like, I'm not, like, a, a fan fan. <laughs> and so when I did the album and it started getting traction, they were like, you got to do the deluxe. And I was like, all right, I might as well. And so after I got the suggestion to do the 21 Pilots video, that's kind of where the channel took off, but also where all of the beef started. So around... Oh, I forget which video it was. I kind of snapped and I was like, I had a whole like rant in the video. It's a private video now. I, I don't have it listed anywhere, but 
I kind of went off on him. I was just like, nah, this is not going to be how this goes down. I'm never covering the band again. Y'all can, you know, all all of this shit. Like, it got like that. Mm-hmm. We were fighting in the comments. And like, well, we put you on. I was like, that don't matter. People going to be here regardless. After y'all leave, I don't care. It went back and forth for a while. Damn. And then they dropped uh, the Trench album and the singles leading up to that. And I was like, ugh, I guess I'll listen. But every song was fire. So I was like, <laughs> shit. All right, I'm back in it. I'm back in it. Yeah. So my most popular reaction is the reaction to Trench, but wow. that happened, and then the Hamilton beef happened because I told them, I don't do this. Shit. I don't do this shit. This is not my cup of tea. And here come Lin Manuel. I'm like, I am not giving away my shut. I am not giving away. I was like, this is what y'all listen to. <laughs> this is what you call fire. Th- this Crazy. is this is what y'all are telling me is the greatest shit that I've ever heard. <laughs> If you, if if just Enzo <laughs> listens to a track after y'all understand, because he, yeah. how does a bastard orphan son of a North? I was like, oh <laughs> my, oh shit, that's kind of for twenty three tracks, twenty three straight tracks. Yeah, so, that flow, just rhythm and flow, that flow bro. That cadence. Every song was like that. I did love "Wait for It" by Leslie Odom. Leslie Odom really was, and David Diggs. They were carrying for me, but. Oh man, just trying to get through the whole Veronica, Eliza, Alana. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't. Uh, you, you'll see. I mean, if you so decide that, to watch, so it. watch it, what, what, what happened when you, you watch the video, video then? So, so it, it again, it got worse on part two. <laughs> I was just like, no, I like this song, but no, this is not my cup of tea. And people were even more. I cut just the, giving your honest review. I straight up, as I always do, unbiased. I mean, Unbiased. That's what you're gonna get on the tune-up, right? Always on the tune-up. And so the the part two comments Fuck, got. I don't want to make it on that. Yeah, I'm not, bro. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna have you on my. No. Are you gonna react to? Are you gonna react to your own album, Sam? Are you gonna react to your own album? No, <laughs> no. Can I be a guest? <laughs> Playing well, live right now. No, um, I'm I'm gonna do an Instagram live when it drops. Um, just you know, you know, if you want to come that and night, celebrate that night. Oh. Yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing any physicals? Yeah, just later. Okay. Um, Cause I'm trying to set up a site with merch and everything as well. Um, it just takes time for all that. Definitely. So we're we're still gonna push you got all of that. Someone to help y'all with merch? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, I'm building a small team. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, just for for yeah, Friday yeah, for you, just in case. You... Oh no, yeah, I'm I'm gonna need all that. For sure, for sure. Um, but but for Friday, it's gonna be the Instagram live. It'll be you know I'll be posting about it all week because we're doing the rollout right now. Um, the trailer's up You can check that out On my Instagram Thanks At Lil G Music um, So I'm gonna go live And just celebrate With people on there um, I'm excited for that That's gonna be great And this is gonna be On all platforms right? All like platforms Spotify, Spotify Apple, Apple SoundCloud If you wanna support directly Like if you wanna like Actually put money In my pocket With the album Get it on Bandcamp That's Lil G Music Dot Bandcamp Dot com Got it Bandcamp The money will go di- Directly to me they, There's a little bit Of a split with Bandcamp But it's not like if you're streaming it on Spotify, I get what like What if you buy cents. it on is it on iTunes? It's gonna be on iTunes as well. So you can you can do the you can pay that as well. That'll go to my DistroKid account. But okay. if you wanna put money directly Bandcamp. in my pocket, it's Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp, yeah, yeah. For sure. Link in um, bio for sure. Link in bio, exactly. <laughs> Just to answer your question real quick too, I turned off the comments on part two for Hamilton as well. Like they got bad. But then I went and watched it and did the part three, and I was like, I see what you guys are talking about. It didn't smooth everything over. Some people still hate me for that video. That's fine. It is what it is. But 
I I finally saw what people were talking about in regards to Hamilton. The production of it. Right. Yeah. Once the production we, is really good. Yeah. It is. It is. Now, but if you, you just listen to the music without the production... It didn't hit. Yeah. Would you ever see it live? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. It was that good. I watched it on Disney Plus and I was like, if I was to see this live, I would see the hype 100%. Ten times more. Right now, that. I see it 90%. Definitely. Because, you know, I had to go through everything to get to it. But seeing it live... Uh, from Disney Plus really let me see why it was being so critically acclaimed and why people were loving it so much. And, you know, theater has a hold on a lot of culture. Like we were talking about earlier, like how R&B is this art that people want to preserve and how hip-hop is the culture that everybody wants to get into. You know, everything has a place. And theater really has a hold on a lot of people that don't really have outlets to express themselves like how we do. Like... Here, we can talk about everything. In the studio, you can pour your heart out into a song, put that yeah. on a beat. But for people that can't really get their emotions out through that facet, they need something else. Yeah. They need to become somebody else, portray somebody else, mm-hmm. somebody that they relate to in a way that helps them release what's plaguing them. So in that regard, they have theater. Somebody Definitely. might resonate with, oh, I don't know, Comedy, his guy loves comedy. And there you go. Comedy's another thing. Richard Pryor put a lot of his pain into his comedy. And he was hilarious. It was horrible what he went through. But he was able to flip that and make it. I know people don't really like Kevin Hart anymore, but... He does a lot of his... Laugh at my pain. Yeah. Laugh at my pain was great. Sad as hell. What he was talking about. Being a Paul Barrow for his mom. But it was the way that he told the story and the way that he was able to craft that into his own art, into his own format for an outlet. I, love and I, I showed him Tambourine by oh, Chris Rock. Oh, yes. Him talking about his divorce and everything. Crazy. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's, that's, a, that's a classic, though, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Classic. So I say I say all of that to say, you know, there's, there's a place for everything. And, and that's kind of why I feel like art is always going to live on because there's always going to be a need for it in every single medium. There's always going to be somebody that wants to make a movie. Always going to be somebody that wants to make an album. Somebody that wants to perform on stage. Somebody that wants to tell jokes. Somebody that wants to write scripts. You know, sometimes you don't even have to be verbal to to, to get out what you're trying to get out. Yeah. You can just jot it down or type it up. That's your release. Art is universal. Absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you very much, Lil G. I Gerard appreciate you. Jared, 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 Gerard. <laughs> it's because no, when it's I good. see that name, I think of the soccer player. Of course. Steven Gerard. So of course, yeah. For Jared. Yes. With Jared, Jared Alexander, is that you go with it? Jared Alexander For O'Brien. Sure. That's the full name. Definitely. But, you know, anybody that knows me either knows me just as G, as yeah. Jared, or as Lil G. Yeah, and shout out to a uh, mutual friend of ours, CJ. That, CJ! That's how I met. That's big now Russell, baby. Yep, out in, in, out in NY doing big things. Yes, um, sir. It's going to be a Bing bong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna all, all three of us gonna have to connect when he when he comes out here, bro. We we'll catch a drink or something. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen shit, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So real thank, quick too, yeah. real quick too, man. Thank y'all for having me. Hey, man. This was too much fun. I really, I really, I mean, we went <laughs> off on tangents. Advice, I'm pretty man. sure there's stuff that I said I would get back to that I didn't get back to, so I, I we'll apologize. We'll have a part two. Hey, man. Absolutely, this, yeah. I, we just found our music buff. For when uh, we don't talk about music, he's the guy oh, we'll have on, bro. Yeah. 100, 100. Lil G all the way. Listen, listen, if you ever need, like, just 10 cents on anything, like, like you know, we were going to talk about Kanye and Pete. Yeah. If you need 10 Fuck. cents on anything, 
I'm here for that. Yeah, oh. we skipped that part. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Listen. We should have got more into the Donda, then we would have headed that way. Yeah, I see. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I did say we were going to get back to Donda too, but that'll probably be for the next oh, one. Yeah, it's good. It's like yeah. coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah real, real soon because, I mean, this is kind of what our podcast is about, just reacting to things going on. And, and, mm-hmm. and hip-hop and music is a big thing in all of our yeah. lives. Absolutely. So we're going to have Lil G back. And, um, I mean, just, it's good vibes with you, bro. So yeah, I appreciate no, y'all. Thank you very much for joining Thank us you. today, bro. And uh, for all of our listeners, check out his music. It'll be dropping this Friday. Detour. Detour, detour, detour. March 25th. Y'all have a good night, man. Much love. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Current Pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.